0: Well, I think we can agree with that. Uh, it's summertime outside. Let's see who we got here on the phone line. Swap and shop. Hey, Howard, what time does the swapping shop start? You're talking on the air. Oh, I'm on the old. Well, <laughs> okay. All righty. Uh,
1: hey, move your car, hey, I'm on the phone with swapping shop. I hear
0: people in the background yelling at you now. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm driving and somebody's honking at me. Okay.
1: Hey, I got stuff to sell for my wife. You're blocking
2: traffic, idiots! Oh. Beat it, punk! Hello? I got a Weston House wash. Yeah? Oh, I said, shut
3: up! Who no cares about your washer? Drive! Shut
2: the hell up. Okay, he, uh... Uh-oh, he's getting out of the car. Anyway, the washer's in good shape. Got- this, you jerk! Hey!
1: Ow! Uh, oh, you said you talk on the phone
0: and drive! All right. I guess we got a problem there. Call back there, sir, when you get when you can. Ah, that was a different call than normal. Swapping shop.
1: Say goodbye to your windshield, son. He's got a bad Howard. I've
0: got road rage and I'm pissed off. Uh oh. All right, that's enough. Good luck, guys. All right. Ah, got to cut the language out there. Swapping shop.
2: Hey Howard, sorry about all the commotion there. Let me let me finally sell my wife's washing machine. As I was
0: saying,
4: it's a Weston House.
2: Hey,
1: fifth jerk!
2: He's throwing a match in my gas tank. Say oh, goodbye to your oh,
0: car. No! I need a new car. Anybody out there on Swap Shop got a car for sale? What? Idiot. Um. Uh, yeah. All right. Must be the heat. You suppose the heat brings out that in people? Well, that looks like about it for today on Swap and Shop. Take care. Don't get too hot out here today.
5: Live uh, in out. The great Robert Zombie Singing for you in this out. morning I was, you know, Rob Should in be out. in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame I was thinking about Rob over the thank- I was giving thanks for Rob Zombie Over the Thanksgiving holiday I was doing my massive workout Where I get pumped up That's why I look so hot That's why I'm so big And uh, Rob's Um what song came on of Robs? It wasn't more human than Human. It was. Uh, what's the, some of his other hits, Freddie?
6: Let I mean, was
5: it White Zombie or Rob Zombie? It was. uh I Oh, see. I know what it was. It was Rob. It was Dracula. Ah, when he was singing about the Munsters' car, and I went, "There's a guy who should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame." And I. And by the way, when that Dracula came on. I started to lift 20-30 pounds, Robin. Like wow. you, yes. <laughs> I got way Everybody into it. Everybody must have been <laughs> shocked. Oh my god. <laughs> dragula. Coming at you, WMC, a little dragula for you from Mr. Robert Zombie, who I believe should be inducted into the great Rockville Hall of Fame where he could finally be honored. His man has given us endless entertainment. And here's a song about the Munsters' car. The <laughs> Munsters' car was called the Dragula. Am I correct? I hope yeah.
0: so. Yeah, <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah pumping iron here on a Monday morning with Howard Stern for your listening pleasure. Hey
3: now. Hey
5: now. This is uh, Lily Munster's favorite song. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know who loves this? Cousin It. And he's an Adams family guy. It's a great song. I don't know. I, I think Rob's a musical genius. Uh, but I never hear his name mentioned. Oh, I see. Rob is eligible for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2023.
7: See, they can't even mention his
5: name. I didn't realize that. Well, what about White Zombie? No? Anyway. I think he's the best looking guy in rock. But then again, I'm not a homosexual and... uh Women who, you know, women and gay men tell me I'm out of my mind. <laughs> but I, uh, you've seen Rob. Aren't, wouldn't you go to bed with him, Robin? R- Rob has a great look. Soft right. swinging. Yeah. Wouldn't you soft swing with him and I'll Sherry? i soft swing with him. It's <laughs> so steamy. <laughs> yeah. And Sherry. Right. Sherry zombie. <laughs> Sherry moon zombie. All right. There's, uh, there's my well, I was gone for a whole week, and I came back with Rob Zombie should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> and he's
7: not even eligible yet.
5: They're not even eligible, but I made a mistake. How you doing, Robin? How, did you have a good Thanksgiving?
7: Yes, I did. Thank you. Excellent. How about
5: you? Yeah, I did. In fact, um, you know, when you're divorced, you you see the even as they get older, like, they, you know, we switch off Thanksgiving. So I I, I had my Thanksgiving with the kids on Friday. Uh-huh. So Thursday, Beth and I went to the movies. And uh I
7: you see?
5: I was in Florida, so the movie theaters there are way more civilized. I mean, I haven't been to a movie theater in New York in a long time, but, you know, the movie theater there, it it had those, I mean, I know there are some like this. I've heard about this in New York, but they have those seats where you, they're like recliners. I
7: and, told you, they're like airplane seats. Yeah. Like good old first class years ago yeah, but you I, can recline. And, yeah,
5: well, Beth reclined, but I had to sit up because the recliner's way too short for me. Oh, no. Yeah, I'm I'm 6'5. Your legs are hanging
7: over.
5: I was going to sue on behalf of tall people.
7: I see. Tall people are being discriminated against. Yeah. Or just for God.
5: Giant sized people aren't accommodated (laughs) at the movie theaters. But we went to see Mr. Rogers, the movie about Mr. Rogers with Tom Hanks. I I cannot, you know, I thought for sure after I saw this, this would have been the number one movie of the Thanksgiving weekend. Well, that's. Have you seen it? I have not seen it. Robin, this. First of all, the movie, I didn't know what it was going to be. But uh, I figured it was like Tom Hanks acting out the life of Mr. Rogers. That is not what the movie is. It's the story of a guy who wrote an article about Mr. Rogers.
7: Yes, I saw saw that guy being interviewed.
5: Yes, and this guy wrote an article about Mr. Rogers. And he it's more about the guy who wrote the article and how Mr. Rogers impacted his life. Almost like the way a great psychiatrist would impact a troubled person, and this guy had problems and troubles and etc. And I, I won't go, I won't ruin the movie for you, but I really want to encourage people to see this movie. I think it is one of the most beautiful movies. I think Tom Hanks uh, certainly should be eligible for Best Supporting Actor. He's a supporting actor in it. He's not the star of the movie. The guy, I, I'm surprised by that. And uh, the woman who plays Beth on This Is Us is this guy's wife, the uh, reporter's wife. And the two of them are great, the reporter and the wife. And and Tom Hanks is fantastic.
7: Does everybody know who Beth on This Is Us is? Of course
5: they do. Oh. Every show I watch, everyone watches.
7: <laughs> I Just don't
5: assume know who that. Beth is. How dare you? <laughs> you don't know who Beth is on This Is Us? <laughs> She's like so hot. She how looks how like
3: dare
5: you? I would love to you know what I'm saying, she's a very attractive woman and she's in the movie, but Tom Hanks is fabulous. And the movie is so well written and crafted beautifully that it is a major uh, accomplishment that film, because you say to yourself, who the fuck wants to see a movie about Mr. Rogers? I couldn't stand that show. When my I, kids, I,
7: that, I have a tr- a little bit of trouble, yes, getting over that hump.
5: But go see the movie. The man, you know, if 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 the way they portray him in the movies is even fifty percent of what he was really like, he was probably a modern day Jesus.
7: Well, I've read about him, and I think you know that that same thing. But I couldn't stand to hear him yeah. or watch him. While he yeah, was I didn't alive. like
5: I didn't like his TV show. In fact, I remember when my kids were young. I tried, you know, for like a week or two they were into the, um, Mr. Rogers but it it, it was so slow paced and I didn't really understand what the guy was going for but when you see the movie you really do fall in love with him and Tom because Hanks
8: they
7: they even put out a documentary on him that people tell me is wonderful
5: I, I, I couldn't even get through that
7: <laughs> I haven't tried
5: but this movie was something worth going, I haven't been to a movie theater in ages But this was worth it. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. I'll tell you. A beautiful day for a neighbor. Would you be mine? Could you be mine?
3: (laughs) (laughs) See, I love the Eddie Murphy (laughs) parrot.
5: Me too. Oh, in fact, uh, I I went home and started watching old interviews with Mr. Rogers. Uh, Letterman, um, uh, uh, Joan Rivers once interviewed him when she was filling in for Johnny Carson and And, uh, he had met with Eddie Murphy. He was showing a picture of himself with Eddie Murphy. And, um, even when he was on a talk show, he talked so slowly and stuff. He would stiff, you know, he'd bomb. The audiences would laugh at him. They thought he was like a tiny Tim of some kind, but, but, uh, what a beautiful man. I, I what you asked why Certainly I went to see it. Certainly
7: couldn't appreciate it while he was here, could you?
5: My my wife was little. She loved Mister Rogers.
7: Is that right?
3: So
5: she wanted to see it. And plus, you, you got to understand, Mister Rogers was a Pittsburgh icon. Like uh, because he he WQED in Pittsburgh was, was, was the, where he started. Where he started, and uh, people in Pittsburgh just adore Mister Rogers and love him for the fact that he lived there and worked there and. They say that public television really got its start with the the Pittsburgh and Mister Rogers. Oh, so really? Yeah. So she was like, "Hey, I really want to go see it." And my psychiatrist had given me a homework assignment to go see it. He and, did? Yeah, yeah. He never rarely does that, but he loved it. And uh, I'll tell you, I I I, uh, I had a couple of points where I really um I wept during no not wept like like not like you uh, got, uh, got
7: uh, emotional
5: yeah but I got emotional during it. It was lovely. Really lovely film. I was busy. Uh, the other thing I really like, I'll tell you a couple of, th- I'll recommend a couple of other things to you if you'd like. I was watching on, oh gosh, it's on Amazon Prime. They're coming on strong Amazon Prime. They're getting a couple of good shows. I like that show with uh, John Krasinski, with the Tom Clancy novel. Jack Ryan. Jack Ryan. That's good. Like that. But uh, there's a, a show on there, and you know, it's funny with these streaming services like Netflix and Amazon, they don't really advertise or let you know what's coming on. It just kind of appears.
7: They advertise very few things. Right. And you just have to go hunting.
5: Yeah, and they want you to do that. They want the experience to be, oh, I guess what I found? They found a great show and nobody else knows about. But they, they, I didn't know what to make of this. My kids told me about it, and Beth and I started watching it. And uh, I'm a big fan of the column in the New York Times called Modern Romance. It's on oh. Sundays. You read that, Modern Romance? No. I love it. I love it.
7: And when I saw that show, I was like, oh, this is something Howard would watch.
5: Robin, it's fantastic.
7: I've tried. I can't. Really? I don't like Howard those kind of shows. Howard,
5: called Modern Love. Modern Love, sorry. Yeah. Modern, uh, yeah. what did you call it? Modern, modern romance? romance? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> modern, modern Love. <clears throat> modern Love. They're, the third episode in, each episode uh, features a different uh, acting team. It's. They reenact or they base each week on different stories from modern love in the New York Times. And it's very romantic. It's great. You can watch it, you know, with your spouse or your loved one or your soft swinging couples. If you're Brent.
7: <laughs> yeah, and get a group together. Get a group together. And then fuck <laughs>
5: afterwards. <laughs> Super steamy. But uh Anne Hathaway does the third episode in some of the best acting I've ever seen. She's a great actress. She is something else. Anne Hathaway.
7: But not and good enough a, to get me to watch that.
5: And what a beauty. <laughs> what a beautiful woman. And uh, they, they, they do a take on bi- people with bipolar. It's fantastic. And then Tina Fey is fantastic in a real straight role. It's not a comedy role. And boy, she's good, too. So that's on um, Amazon Prime.
7: Well, that's a recommendation I won't take.
5: All right. Listen, (laughs) you don't have to take them all, but I'm telling you, the the Mr. Rogers movie is beautiful.
7: You know, I'm going to see that anyway. I'm a huge Tom Hanks fan. I see everything he does
5: anyway. I'd be very surprised if you came back and told me you didn't fall in love with that movie. All right. I really will be. And don't be a contrarian. No, no. No, I you do that sometimes. Look, you like to go up against me. I never
7: do that. I you would can agree with me. I can say I didn't like it just because.
5: All right. You can agree with me once in a while. I do There's agree, no agree with you, no, you
7: occasionally.
5: <laughs> well, Modern Love has been renewed for a second season. Good. My wife and I love it.
7: Yeah, there are a lot of people like you. I mean, like, like, like I said, I don't know Beth from This Is Us. I can't watch that show either. Stop it.
5: That's a good show. <laughs> Not for me. All right. I'll tell you one. I'll tell you one you will like. Okay. We're, but I don't remember which streaming service. It's either Netflix or Amazon Prime. It's, it's, um, did you watch Black Summer? Black
9: Summer? What is that? Oh, that's Netflix.
5: Netflix. Did you watch it, Gary?
9: I did not. It's,
5: what is that? It's <clears throat> it's it's very much in the, in the vein of The Walking Dead. It's one, was it a series or was it a movie? I don't even remember. I watched it. But. I re- I wrote it down because I enjoyed it. And it's the story of the zombie apocalypse again, except these zombies move fast. They don't fuck around. You know how in Walking Dead you could just r- outrun the zombies? But the zombies seem to
7: be getting stronger. You know, like, originally, zombies were pushovers.
5: Right. <laughs> now, now, now they're getting it. stronger These faster. zombies, <laughs> These zombies in Black Summer, they run after you, man. You're fucked. I mean, they are really quick.
7: All of them are athletes.
5: Yeah. I mean, they're unbelievably quick and they're hard to kill. Like, you know how you can just like shoot one in the head on the walking dead or go up to it and stab it in the head? Yes. These guys, you'd be fucked. You couldn't do that. Hmm. Well, what do you do? You, you gotta, you gotta really blow them out in the head, but you, but they move so fast, it's hard to hit them.
7: I see what you're saying. They're hard
5: targets. Hard targets. You know. These are like, uh, insane, insanely quick zombies.
7: I don't like quick zombies.
5: And uh, the 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 woman, uh, the actress, uh, is uh, the lead role. Is a woman named uh, Jamie King. Remember, we had her on the show. Sure. Told me I was slapped a yarmulke.
7: No, was that Jamie? No, that was Presley who said that. Oh, to you.
5: oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, so maybe it was Jamie Presley that's the lead in this. <laughs> I don't know who the who's the lead, Gary. Look it up. I think it's Jamie Presley. Yeah, maybe it is Jamie King. I don't know who it is. It's an attractive woman. And uh, the whole the whole thing of this Black Summer is
9: It's uh, Jamie King, Howard.
5: Oh Jamie yeah, King Jamie
9: King
7: did not call you a name.
5: Oh. Well I can like her then. <laughs> but anyway, uh Yeah. The whole thing is in order to escape the zombies and get to a better world, you gotta get to a football stadium. What? Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. It's good. I think you would like it. Well, I love zombies, yeah. so let's see what you think. So Mr. Rogers Black Summer on Netflix, and Modern uh, Love on um, on Amazon Prime.
7: Well, I did. You know, I tried to watch <laughs> the man who killed Hitler and then killed Blackfoot. That's a great Bigfoot. one. Bigfoot.
5: That was good. man.
7: I have not been able to sit
5: through. Oh, you're crazy! This guy. <laughs> this guy actually killed Hitler, but it didn't matter. But then he got his revenge when he killed Bigfoot. (laughs) All right. Now I'm telling you, these recommendations you can go with. (laughs) I was fucking around with you on that one. (laughs) Oh my God. I, I guess, uh, Anderson Cooper. Remember when I was promoting my book? By the way, I really thought about this. The greatest Christmas gift you can give others is my book. And here's what, here's my argument. Even if they don't read it, it looks really cool sitting on your table. Great conversation piece. You're right. I'm telling you. You just get my book. Why can't I do commercials for the fucking, every jewelry, what's his name? The jewelry guy. (laughs) Steven Singer. Singer. Why can't I do my own goddamn commercial? I've been thinking about it. And it's a good book. But anyway, Anderson Cooper, when I was promoting my book the first time around, when it first came out, um, I guess I, I, you know, I didn't, I stayed did a sit down with him and, uh, I think they just re-aired it over the Thanksgiving Oh, week. really? They must have because a lot of people were writing me, like my friend, you know, Lou, Uh huh. he calls me up and he goes, uh, Hey, I, I just, you know, saw you on Anderson Cooper. I, I, you know, and then we were talking about my dad and my mom and, you know, it brought back a lot of memories. Um, and, and then someone else called me too and said, yeah, I just saw you on Anderson Cooper. I really, you know, I I guess they missed it the first time around. Mm. I didn't know they replayed things. Oh, and then my mother, my mother, the phone was started. The phone starts ringing early. I I, I don't know when this was. Maybe yesterday, Robin. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I, know. I, I always am waiting. I always think.
7: <laughs> Sounds like something horrible just Yeah, yeah, yeah it's
5: like. How it? How it? That's exactly how it sounds. If I was doing an impression and and I go, "Oh my god, I got to brace myself." All right. I, let me sit out. I'm either going to hear like something happened to my dad, or, or her, or her, or or both of them, or or something horrible, <sighs> or something horrible happened. Just ignore what just happened. <laughs> I'll I'll edit that out later. Like it's like it's like you think you're talking to someone normal and then it happens. <laughs> It's like, I had pizza last night. I think it's repeating.
7: Oh, my goodness.
5: I'm so fucking upset. I forgot my Metamucil crackers this morning. Yeah. I always put a few Metamucil crackers in my bag. Right. For my breakfast. Yeah. And I forgot to reload. Oh. And now I'm like, oh, I'm off my routine. I'm so bummed out. I can't even tell you.
7: You can eat them later in the day, can't you?
5: I guess I can, but I like to eat it with my breakfast. I understand. Yeah, I have my routine.
7: But you don't want, you know, you're really doing them for your
5: for my bowels. It's the only thing that gets me through the day. I love my Metamucil.
7: So you can eat now. You have something to look forward to.
5: Yeah, but I'm upset. (laughs) I really am. You'd
7: like to sit in the upset, not in the solution,
5: right? Thank you, okay. thank you for knowing me.
7: Thank you for
9: seeing me. Howard, do you want us to send somebody down to get you some crackers?
5: No, no, no. I, I mean, I'll get them when I get home. Let's not, let's not let's not get crazy. <clears throat> Although maybe I should get. But Have I'll, you had your yogurt? Yes, I had it. I had it without my Metamucil. <laughs> I love that Metamucil. should see my movements.
7: Nobody wants to see your movements.
5: I want to show you. <laughs> Did you see a scientist? Was it a Japanese scientist invented um a new toilet? Coating? Like, you know. Coating? Yeah. Listen to this. The Bill and Melinda Gates. You know Bill and Melinda Gates from yeah, Microsoft? Yeah, the, the Microsoft. Right. They give tons of money to charity. Yes. One of the charities they support was to create a better toilet. I know it. And it sounds funny, but. What's lot, wrong with the one we got? A lot of the world's water is wasted because duty gets on the toilet you know sometimes when you take a wicked duty and then there's like duty in the toilet then you have to like flush it multiple times and then clean it out yeah Yeah. i'm sorry i'm upsetting you but (laughs) i mean that doesn't happen to you you get
7: through this story right right right
5: (laughs) but the duty is is the so the guy invented a non-stick a non-stick sliding thing and they used in fact they used they did a bunch of tests with synthetic duty and synthetic I'm like, duty. give a medal to the guy who invented synthetic duty. Yeah. How about why that? Why are we
7: talking about him?
5: Right. But. Um, synthetic duty. The slippery surface is meant to be anti-fouling. And so you can't foul this toilet. Oh, great. Isn't that exciting? That's very good. Yeah. I'm going to go jump out a window. Well,
7: wait a minute, though.
5: <laughs> it's so if disgusting. it's
7: anti-fouling.
5: Right. That means so, you know, if somebody makes a mess...
7: Right, but it'll is slide it, down. the germs are still there. You still
5: have to clean your toilet. Well, yeah, you probably have to clean it, but you wouldn't have to do multiple no scrubbing. Right.
7: That um. awful brush would not get more awful.
5: Anyway, getting back to my mom. Yes. I was like, Howard, Howard, are you there? Like, She doesn't know whether my, she doesn't know if she's talking to me live or if she's talking to a, a an answering machine.
7: Okay, so did you pick up in your hearing this?
5: No, no, no. I had picked okay. up, but I'm here. It it's that same voice, that sound of like, "Oh my god, something horrible has happened." All right. And I and and really 99% of the time I talk to my mom, something horrible has happened. But it's not it's not, not that really horrible. that horrible. It's just that in her mind it's horrible. But but this time it was like, "How how are you there? Pick up. Mom, 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 I'm on the phone. I'm with you." <laughs> oh. Do you
7: say hello when you get on? Yeah, I
5: do. <laughs> Howard, I have something to ask you. What is it, Mom? Were you on the news Um. today? What? Were you on the news today? Was I on the news today? I mean, Mom, how would I know if I'm, I mean, I don't believe I was on the news today. You weren't planning to be. What kind of question is that? Was I on the news today? Like, I don't monitor, like, I, I go, Mom, I, I, I really wouldn't know. Well, we ran into some people, and they know you're my son. And this woman says to me, your son was on the news. <laughs> and I said to her, what was it about? And she said she didn't know. I go, Mom, let me get this straight. Some woman said she saw me on the news but has no idea why I was on the news. (laughs) That's right. And your father and I were going to call you to find out if you're okay. But we went to lunch. You went. You thought there was something wrong, and you went to lunch instead of calling me. Yeah, they they didn't call. Well, we called as soon as we got back. Is everything okay? I that said, look,
7: seems suspicious to me. Yeah, I know, I know. Well, <laughs> you know,
5: I was going to say, well, I stabbed two people on the London <laughs> Bridge. Uh, that's why I was on the news. <laughs> because I think my 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 mother right away assumed the worst. You know, and and um. Were you doing too much? Is that why you were on the news? No. (laughs) But if she thought something was wrong, you call right away. Well, you would think, but then, but daddy eat lunch. Oh, my father's a bear when he doesn't. Well,
7: maybe they're just like you. Can't have that routine interrupted. You mean
5: I'm just like them? (laughs) Well, uh, that's true. And, and so I said, you know, mom, now that I'm thinking about it, uh, Dr. Lou called me and some other people called me to say that they had seen me on Anderson Cooper. Uh, that they re-aired the Anderson Cooper. Well, that that's not it. Uh, they re-air that all the time. I, really? I've seen it. I go, yeah, but maybe this woman saw me on Anderson Cooper. I don't think that was it. <laughs> you don't know why you, in, why you were on the news? I said, what? You don't know why you were on the news? I go, are you joking?
3: Are they I, still voting? <laughs> Because they're
7: completely confused.
3: She about says to me, everything. "She You
5: 'You don't know why you were on the.'" I go, "I don't know that I was on the news. How would I know but that?" An interview is not the news. <laughs> I said, "Listen, Mom. All I'm telling you is, far as I know, I wasn't on the news except for Anderson Cooper. And I don't. You know, who knows what this woman was looking at? Maybe she was looking at some kind of year in retrospective. Maybe yeah. somebody mentioned me on something or." All right. Well, if you don't know, then I guess everything's okay. Well, it's a good
7: thing since you didn't call me.
5: (laughs) Yeah, everything's fine. (laughs) Did you have something to do with the Ukraine? No. All right. So that was that conversation. Jeez. Yeah. (laughs) Jeez.
7: Everybody, it seems that everybody she knows is confused, too, though.
5: Yeah, she gets in a panic if she hears (laughs) I was on the news. But you weren't on the news. You were being interviewed. And then she said, you don't know why you were on the news? And I go, I don't know that I was on the news. Anyway, this went on for about 15 minutes. Jeez. You know.
7: And your dad didn't pipe in? No,
5: but he can't hear anything, so he's not allowed <laughs> to get on the phone. I've, I mean, literally, I've called him. You know, where they live now, I have to, like, leave. Like if my dad's alone, I, and if I need to get a hold of him in an emergency, mm-hmm. I have to call the front desk. And um they write it out for him, and then they tell him. Oh, wow. So you, you can't hear anything.
7: You know they have those phones that write things for you that, you know, no, sort they, of...
5: We don't want that. Oh. Like, well, but, Mom, it would change... You know, I, I, I've i tried to get them every innovation that I can think of. <laughs> they don't want it.
7: They have... It has a great big screen, and the words go across well,
5: it. Well, they won't even DVR. They, uh. they My father just won't...
7: They don't sell videotape anymore.
5: <laughs> I go, I know because nobody uses it, Dad. I go, would you like to DVR? All you have to do is press a button and record. We don't want that. Do they watch Netflix or anything? No, no, no. They don't even have Sirius, which I'm glad about.
7: Yeah, I got a, I kind of got that feeling uh, a yeah. while back that they're
5: not listening anymore. No, no. Otherwise, they'd call in. <laughs> Yeah. Now she goes. Okay, I'm gonna go tell your father because he was worried too. So I'm gonna go tell him. It's like a game of telephone. God knows what happens when she gets a hold of him and he can't hear. Right. How said. <laughs> How it said. <laughs> and she's always yelling because she can't hear either. But she hears a little better than him. <laughs> How it said he wasn't on the news. How it says he wasn't on the news. He was <laughs> Well, 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 why did she say that? I don't know why she said that. Why did she say she saw him on the news? You said that, and then they, they, they take drive you crazy here. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. But, uh, I... I... How could they both have lost their hearing? Oh, they've lost their hearing. What a shame. There's barely anything left inside of them. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I'm reading this book on uh, life extension. I'm trying to figure out how to stay alive. Oh, really? Yeah, I I just started it, and it was rather depressing because this doctor's writing it, and he says, uh, Jimmy uh, Kimmel told me about this book. Oh, yeah? He wrote me. He goes, you might be interested in this. But it's getting real technical and boring now, so I don't know if I'm even going to read it. But the first couple of pages are like, hey, here's the bottom line. People are living longer, but it's horrible. Right. When you hear that somebody lived to a hundred, it sounds like you go, oh my God, it must be horrible. Because what happens is like the last ten years of your life, they have you connected to tubes and you can barely shit and you can't piss. And, you know, and it's like they torture. You, you might as well let you die. Right. You know? What kind of life is that? But this guy's claim is you could live like to a hundred, maybe even a hundred and fifty. If you do what's in this book Ugh. and you'll and you won't even have like you'll be able to but do the same shit. But you won't even know what's did.
7: going on. You'll be walking around no. going
5: Howard was on the news. No, he says you could walk around not be like my parents. <laughs> oh, really? Who? <Ooh. laughs> Howard was nude. <laughs> no, he was on the news. <laughs> ah. <laughs> this guy, I, I'll, re, I'll suffer through this book because now he's talking about DNA and shit. I'm just like, oh. Well, fuck. what
7: are you gonna do about your DNA? Exactly.
5: Just fucking just tell me your theory and what I take. He's, like, explaining himself. Yeah. But she's, you know, you know, the claim in the book, like, you know, you could be, most people are living longer, but they end up like Terry Schiavo or something, you know? Right. It's awful. But he's claiming you could be youthful and have your same faculties and everything. Mm. yeah i know
7: 69
3: i'd like to see
5: that only a few people I, I think jimmy's taking something trying i i don't know what it yeah. is Yeah. because it seems like it's leading to something about he asked me if i knew about nads or nads yeah yeah like i said go nads
3: <laughs> <laughs>
5: i don't know jimmy wrote me this what did he write he goes do you know about It's three letters CBD is no, all the not three CBD. letters I Fuck know. CBD. That's bullshit, too. Let me see here. You know, there's always these things, but I don't know. You know what? I'm not going to look it up. It'll take me 10 minutes. I don't want to look it up. Anyway, I'll read the book and I'll let you know. Well, you should have written it down if
7: you're going to talk about it. So you could tell me those three letters.
5: Yeah. I forget what it is, but Jimmy Rush. So I bought the book because it's easy enough. I can go right on Kindle. Now I'm busy with this book. And uh, this guy's funny. really you want to live to one hundred fifty. I don't really want to live. to. I I wouldn't mind living to like a hundred if I could live like a good, robust life. But I don't think I'm going to live that long. What do you mean? Good, robust life. Like where I was able to walk. OK, let me. I'll give you the OK, line. very, very minimal. No, no, no. I mean, like <laughs> I have all my faculties. I'm able to walk. No one has to take care of me. I can enjoy food, et cetera, et cetera. But this guy's like, you know, and, and he's like, you know, you better start talking about death and get ready for it because, you but know. But
7: how what? many medications are you on? Zero.
5: Really? Right. That's, that's what, what he's I want. talking well, about. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. You asked me. I asked you what the book said. I don't know what this book says <laughs> yeah. because it's so boring. I fall asleep after I read a page. <laughs> I hate reading. You know? I like reading the New York Times. That's it. But these books, I hey, vague. Hey. But all right, this guy claims he's got the secret.
7: How old is he? I he, want to hear from somebody who's three hundred, yeah, and is on a book tour.
5: Someone was—I read something, but it was like spam or something where they were saying there was the oldest guy lived to two hundred sixty-five. And get out of here! Yeah, that it's possible.
7: Look at Mister Rogers was the greatest guy in the world. You say how old was he when he died?
5: Seventy-four. He died of stomach cancer. See? Yeah. Wife's still alive. That's the other thing. These women—they all live to hundred.
7: Yeah, I just read that she was still
5: around. Yeah, and the men all dropped dead.
7: You know that um, Paul Newman's been dead for how long now? Joanne Woodward's
5: yeah, still here. Uh, Joanne Woodward's like a teenager. <laughs> it's unbelievable. That full, poor bastard died like back in the sixties. Died in the sixties. You know, well, I swear. <laughs> Crazy. All that. All that race car driving. He did him- too much. He did too much, and he <laughs> dropped dead. <laughs> joanne woodward sits at home and knits. that's why she's alive
7: well what about mr rogers he was pretty quiet
5: i know like he must have been a fuck he must have had some secrets or something because this stomach cancer ate him up he was dead at 74 because <sighs> i don't know it's the only thing the I,
7: good die young the good,
5: that's the truth that is the truth
7: we're stuck with all these awful old people.
5: These, these <laughs> evil alter cockers. All right, we're going to take a break. When I come back, we've got a lot of stuff to get to. Right, Ronnie? We've got a lot of stuff to get to. Oh, <laughs> yeah. 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 But, uh, yeah. And I'll get to your phone calls and everything else, but come on, we've got a whole day ahead of us. Let's uh, let's get to it. and uh, Thank you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bruno, Bruno Mars.
7: That's right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh,
5: yeah, 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 yeah. I think this song didn't wear well. Ooh. Like I'm bored with it. Ooh. I liked it when it first came out, but now I don't know. It was played a lot. Yeah, played too. All right. I don't want to hear this. I, I, I don't like Is it. That.
7: Still in your?
5: Might be. I don't know.
8: Nothing I'm weird with streaming out. music.
5: Ahead, I, sometimes like I like songs and then two weeks later I hate them. <laughs> and then they stay on my list. And I go, I have a shitty list. Um, in no particular order, let me get to a bunch of things that happened over the vacation. First of all... Benji proved to me the guy has absolutely no acting talent. He's the worst actor ever. Oh dear! Like, really? And, and don't come running in here, Benji. I don't need you for this. I don't want to get slowed I'm down. I'm sure
7: this is devastating to him because I think he thinks he can act.
5: He really can't. He's probably the worst actor I've ever seen. Like, <laughs> I've seen Ronnie. Like, I've seen some of our staff. That everyone. Like, Gary got a call, quite frankly, yeah. a couple of weeks ago. And I've instructed <clears throat> Gary to ignore these calls oh, and not really? pass them on to anybody because I don't want to encourage this shit. <clears throat> but a lot of TV shows want one of my guys yeah. who are on air to be like to do these little two or three line parts. Like, remember when Ronnie was in Adam Sandler's movie or or on or that a FBI couple of TV shows, right? a couple of TV shows or Eric, the actor or Jeff, the drunk would be in a show.
7: FBI, or everybody especially down on the floor, get down. Yeah.
5: If shows aren't doing that well Or they want to do a little stunting They call up here and they say Hey you, you, we got a part for one of your guys
7: They don't have any guy in mind Just give us anybody
5: Yeah and it's always a shitty part So Gary gets a call A couple of weeks ago And and, and this kind of thing Goes on all the time Like Richard was in Guardians of the Galaxy too, But like y- y- you'd blink you and you'd miss him. him Right yeah, yeah. I mean it, it's just they're hoping we'll make something out of it, and I hate playing into it. But I it, think Richard was also in The Walking Dead. Right. It, it's just, and it's always just something lame, and it's embarrassing to me because I think my guys are better than that, but they're really not, I guess. But I, I <laughs> well, think, they
7: can't do everything.
5: Yeah, and it's just like I, I want to explain to them that guys, I know you think this is your big break. But they're just using you and they're using the show and you look like an idiot. But Benji, I don't know how he ended up with this. The, the Bold and the Beautiful, the soap opera called up and they said to Gary, hey, we've got a part for one of your guys. <clears throat> and they didn't care which guy it was.
7: Right. So that's not a part.
5: Exactly. Like Sal was on Law and Order and Heaven Can Wait or Kevin Can Wait, whatever that Kevin was. Kevin Can Wait. Yeah. There was a Kevin <laughs> Can Wait show. Whatever Prevalent. And he was horrible in it, but, you know, but passable. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Prelevant. But Benji's just downright bad because he's done Sharknado. <laughs> and you know how he always screams and yells? Yes. That seems to be the only thing he can do no matter what the show, no matter what the part. You're kidding. He did this? Yeah. Oh, I can't wait to play with this With the bold
7: and beautiful yeah, as well?
5: There's no nuance to this guy's work. And... uh you know, like a bad singer, he doesn't have the ability to see himself. And he, they, they, you could just tell he was a complete disaster. And I'll play this for Nobody
7: you. Nobody said, oh, we need to have him back. Make him a regular.
5: Gary, how did they get a hold of Benji? Because you weren't complying mm-hmm. with their wish. <clears throat> so they, how did they, they get a hold? They sent
9: ho- me an email saying they were like kind of looking for anyone. And i <laughs> I think I ignored it. And then, and then, um, we went, it was when we were out in LA, they knew we were coming. And then when we got back, I found out Benji had done something. I was kind of surprised because I didn't know how they got him.
5: Yeah. Did you hear this yet? I mean, is he not the worst? Is he the worst actor ever? Like worse than Eric, the actor.
9: Well, he's got one speed.
5: Yeah. (laughs) Like it's sad because you know, I took this guy under my wing.
9: But has
7: he ever taken an acting class? No.
5: no. If he has, they should be sued. <laughs> it's like Trump University. Everyone <laughs> should just demand their money back. Chitties. Yeah, did you hear they just tapped Steve Brandano for the new James Bond movie? He's uh <laughs> he's gonna play James Bond.
7: He's the villain. <laughs> yeah, yeah shaken, not
8: stirred. <laughs>
5: yeah. Anyway, so Yeah, as Gary said, this all went down in Los Angeles somehow. Uh. Uh, a producer for the Bold and Beautiful offered Benji a cameo role on an episode. So, of course, Benji jumps at the chance.
7: But how did he get to Benji? Do you know?
5: That, that, I don't know, and I don't want, I don't want Benji to come uh, in yeah, here and ruin uh, this. You know, <laughs> yeah. So, fuck it. So, here's what I do know. When Benji arrived on the set, a producer named Casey explained the role to Benji. Benji was playing a hazmat worker. A guy in a hazmat suit. He has three lines to say. But that didn't stop Benji from creating an elaborate backstory for his character. And, and this guy, Casey, has to be supportive. We, we were there taping, so I can play you some clips of this. Okay. But here's just the point about Benji. Not only is he the world's worst actor, but then he starts in with backstory. So this guy, Casey's probably thinking, wow, this kid's got some chops, you know. He,
7: right. He's, Look at him <laughs> putting all this effort into yeah. the role.
5: So there's something that's happened in the storage area. Okay. Uh very dramatic thing. And so she comes back. Okay. And you're there. Okay. And, and your hazmat suit. And you're. It's very. It's very important
2: that you make sure that she gets out of there as soon as possible. Okay. Because w- w- she can't find out what happened. Okay.
10: So that's why you, you've got those lines there. Okay. And as far as we know in the plot, the the, the viewer, yeah. there's no relationship yet that we know of between. Myself and hope, but there might be a backstory of. Um, I, uh, there, I guess so. Okay. I guess so. Well, I thought I could be a forester that, like, is a black sheep of the family Uh that they don't realize actually works, uh, as a hazmat worker. Um, oh, interesting. Interesting. (laughs) So you really
2: researched this, uh, role to try to, like, make it something, I guess.
5: So this guy, Casey, who you hear there, now he knows how I feel dealing with Benji. I mean, the director during this was slowly backing out of the room. (laughs) I mean, it's unbelievable. Like, here it is. It's just this woman who is a major player on the show encounters a hazmat worker. The hazmat worker says three lines. There's no fucking backstory. There's no relationship between Benji and this woman. He's just being a dick. Um, I, I guess my character might have been the black sheep of his family. And, and, and it's like, you know what, dude? Stop it. You better be a damn good actor if you're going to create a backstory for yeah, it.
7: Yeah, you better be Dustin Hoffman.
5: Benji rehearsed his lines in front of Casey. And I'll tell you the truth. Casey wasn't exactly blown away with the reading. Listen to this.
10: So basically, this is. uh, So uh, I want to run through the lines with you real quick, uh, but it's basically, "Hey, you shouldn't be in here. We just switched off the ventilation system. You need to go now." Um. Okay, that's one option. Okay, or uh, Can I kind of hear how you would hear it? No, I mean that's. I think you. I think. I think. uh, But it's word for word, right? Wor- Close enough. Close okay.
6: enough. Word for word, it's three words.
4: <laughs> hey,
6: you mind if I had should, should, should. I go off book? What memory should I use when I'm when I'm? Because I need a relationship between me and the camera and the other people
5: on the proscenium arch. Wait till you hear the actual performance. I've seen better acting in a porn movie. <laughs> I'm not kidding. So then Benji asked Casey to verify on Mike that he had arrived on time because as you know, Benji can't arrive on time for his work here. But he seemed to think that was important. Like does me a lot of good that he arrived on time too. He the wants bulk. you to make sure you know Yeah,
7: he was on time.
5: So
10: just hang out, enjoy your dressing room. Okay. You got your own bathroom, shower. Cool. Oh, I'll take a shower for sure. Yeah. Only the best for you, Benji. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, and I just it would be nice to verify I was on time. You were you were uh, uh,
5: ahead of schedule. I was actually going to go down and meet you. And before I knew that, you were already in the office. Great. So thank you for being early. Yeah. Right. And uh, prepared. Yeah. And thank Yeah. Thanks, Makes me sir. even angrier. Pretty good. Pretty Why would good. you want to verify that? He I
7: don't understand him at all.
5: It doesn't help me to hear that you're on time for somebody else's work.
7: He doesn't know that.
5: No, he's fucking out of it. So Benji gets in his costume, which is a hazmat suit. And he has to wait for the other scenes to finish shooting, so he rehearsed his lines in a whisper. And the guy who is covering Benji, Derek, who works for us, uh, he starts, Benji starts asking Derek if he thought he should do an accent. So Benji's like really getting worked up.
10: Oh boy! But Howard says I'm always in a panic in every fucking scene I do. So I wonder, like, I don't want to do it exactly the same as all the Sharknado ones. I want to show my range, which is why I think I should do like a British accent.
4: Hello, you shouldn't be in here.
10: Or maybe more like middle. Yeah, yeah you shouldn't be in here. We just switched off the ventilation system. You need to get out of here now. But if you
3: have the if you have the hazmat mask
11: on, people aren't going to recognize your face. So wouldn't you want them to at least recognize your voice? That's
10: true. I don't. I actually like masks, but I guess I get what you're saying. It's better for my career. All right, this is my future in Hollywood.
4: <laughs>
9: Howard.
10: Yeah.
9: Derek told me that uh, while Benji was on set in his hazmat suit, his phone started ringing, and Wardrobe had to come and like unzip him out of
5: his suit. So yeah, he could I he mean. Answer it shows you he's not prepared he doesn't think ahead and he thinks he he he, he, he just embarrasses himself so okay now's the big time to shoot right mm-hmm. this is the payoff of this whole thing benji's uh, again playing a hazmat worker in the middle of a poison gas leak and there was some controversy over whether benji should wear a mask while saying his lines the producers thought it would be more realistic to have the mask on. Benji asked to not wear the mask because he wanted his face to be seen on camera. The director comes up with a compromise. He had Benji enter without his mask, say his lines, and then put the mask on. So here we go. This is all right. This is it. This is how he sounds during the rehearsal of this.
8: And so then I'll cue. I'll cue Benji. No. Hey!
2: You shouldn't be in here! We just switched off the ventilation system!
8: I... I... I...
10: You need to go! No!
8: Hey, Benji, let me, let me cue you in again. Let me just rehearse this. Right now, you're at a 10. Take it down to a 5. Like, you're not angry with her. It's more concerned. So, you know, be a little nicer with her, but, you know, she's in danger. Okay. Go Try to get now. it for me right now. Okay. Hey! You shouldn't be in here. We just switched off the ventilation system. That's better. Now try it again and, and um, don't yell quite as loud. Let me hear it again. Hey, you shouldn't be in here. We just switched <laughs> off the ventilation
10: system. Does he have a hearing he problem? now? That
5: some... was better. No, it hey. wasn't.
7: I'm watching the meter and it stays the same.
5: Robin, he went from a 10 to a (laughs) 9.9. She said, take it down.
7: She said, have that. Take it down to five.
5: Isn't it the worst sign of the universe when a soap opera director thinks you're overacting? I mean, all they do is overact on soap operas.
7: Yeah, because they don't have real time with the
5: material. Right. She should have just said, hey, stop being an asshole.
7: And just say these lines.
5: Yeah, try it less shitty next time, okay? <laughs>
7: <laughs> I mean, have you ever heard anything they like gotta this? They got to tell Rrr, him he's concerned for Rrr. somebody entering an area with poison gas.
5: Yeah, well, All he has to say is, excuse me, ma'am, there's a poison gas leak here. Don't don't come in. You you have We've to turn around. We've already turned
7: off the ventilation hey, system. Get out of here! Me her.
5: We're uh, on the ventilation. This, this is the same. Uh. Act, this is the same acting performance he did in Sharknado. And he said he was going to try to avoid that. So what do you think? Does he have a hearing problem? You you brought that up. I, well, I, that's, that's my thought. what
7: I think because a lot of people who yell all the time, you know, people who are hard of hearing, talk very loud.
5: Like she says, "Dial it down and talk like a normal person."
7: Well that is hard for him too. That's a direction he cannot take. Why he is
5: not normal. Why couldn't he just turn to her and said, "Ma'am, I'm sorry you can't be in here right now. We're we're in the middle of a poison gas leak and uh it, you have to leave now."
7: Yeah, just imagine if Benji walks in and some guy is doing a job and he talks to him the way he just talked yeah. to out. this actress. Get That's out. not how people act. Get, out. Get, Get out. out. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> You like, start to doubt if that guy's really working on the problem.
5: Everything is like sharks are dropping out of the sky. Now, here's the kicker.
7: Have they stopped doing Sharknado?
5: <laughs> okay, so anyway, Benji had difficulty adjusting the volume of his voice, as you just heard. <laughs> Even after multiple notes from the director, they told him over and over again.
7: He's just stringing this out. So,
5: uh, please. The decision was made to put him in the mask for the actual shooting of the scene because they probably figured it would tone him down. Yeah. This is how it sounded. This is the actual scene now. Okay?
1: Quietly, here we come. And. Action.
8: Oh, yes. Hey! You should be in here! You, have the ventilation system. I- you need to go! No! Clear. Benji, just let me get your second one. Uh, You need to go now. Let me just get that one.
1: Just audio. I was
8: resetting a camera.
1: And?
2: Action. You
8: need to go! No! And clear sounds like Ken Benji. Thank you. It's How like you Hannibal
5: Lecter. They're cheering because he's leaving. <laughs> it's like a retarded Darth Vader. <laughs> I'm like Blobby De Niro. <laughs> <laughs> he sounds yeah. like you know what he sounds like? Like Bane, you know? Like he's got the mask on and he's like
7: <laughs> Well, he was already having trouble getting <laughs> ventilation <laughs> system out huh? without a mask. So this didn't help at
5: all. Hey, Benji Puppet, let me hear your performance. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
3: ah, ah. <I> wish they... <laughs> and what was her what was her
5: what was the what was the director's one note it was can you please act like you're not yelling at her can that, you please act... that was me it you don't have to be eight. angry
7: she asked for five I don't do
5: five. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're amped up at a nine. I'm
6: always at a nine. You're either a
5: ten or a nine. Yeah, yeah. I'm like Marnum Blobdo. There's no nuance to your performance. Zero. Point zero. Excuse me, ma'am. We're we we're in the middle of a gas leak here. You can't be down here. You have to Yeah, what are amp. you
7: doing here? You're probably surprised that somebody's wandered into this space.
5: You're supposed to be concerned for her safety. She's not in trouble. There's no sharks dropping out of the sky. It's just, ma'am, we're in the middle of something here. Do you mind leaving? This is uh, our work. That's the attitude. You heard of Jack Nicholson. I'm Hack Nicholson. You're not kidding.
7: Well, you know, he ruined his own thing. He wanted his face shown. But because he couldn't modulate <laughs> yeah. his voice, right. they put him in a mask.
5: So uh, we were there to get Benji's thoughts after the filming. Benji seemed mixed on his performance. Mixed. He doesn't know. He just tanked.
3: <laughs> they, they had
5: to cover his fucking head to mute him. She said, please don't be angry at the woman. Yeah. He's like, hey, fuck you. Get out of here, you cunt. (laughs) Anyway, here's Benji after the performance.
11: So you did about three takes on camera after about three rehearsals. How how did you feel it
10: went? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. You look um, sweaty. Was it hot? In that I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It was really. I'm embarrassed a little bit, but I think it went okay. I think it went okay, but it definitely could have been better. But, you think? You know, were you upset about the director's choice to put you in a mask? No. I mean, I actually, I mean, I got, I actually felt more in character doing that, so I did like that. So we were really curious to
5: see what the final product look like? Looked once... like, right. So here it is now. Here's Benji on The Bold and the Beautiful. oh am
8: It's all Hey! There's something in here. We're just trying to ventilation system. Yeah, I we need to
5: go! No. <laughs> That's the worst fucking <laughs> <six. laughs> thing.
7: It really is Fred's impression.
5: And they've drowned him out with music, yeah. too.
7: And they put him in echo. They did everything they could. <laughs>
2: they didn't even need an actor.
5: Oh, my God. Benji's been going around saying that they're trying to rework his character into uh, recurring. You know? Sure. Yeah. They're more like... <laughs> Imagine they had to do three takes for that dumb thing. Three rehearsals. And three takes. Alright, Benji, now you can come in and take a bow. The worst, and now, ladies and gentlemen, the worst actor ever on the planet.
7: If they ever give out that award.
5: They covered his face, played music over him. Anything to drown him out. (laughs) You're maybe the worst actor I've ever seen. Honest to God, I'm not Busting your balls! I know. Between Shark I, Sharknado, I figured, okay, it's a bad, it's a bad production. Bold and Beautiful is a pretty good production. It was. Yeah. Couldn't you just say, like you're talking now, ma'am? You got to leave. Well, Let's try it. Hey. We just switched off the ventilation system. Why, why do you have trouble with the word ventilation? Hey. No, I, I, I didn't I like the word switch. Ventilation.
10: Okay. Ventilation.
5: Yeah, just say, just say, ma'am, you got to leave. We're we're in the middle of switching off the ventilation
10: system. There's poisonous gas in the air, so you have to go. Ma'am, you got to leave. There's poisonous gas in the air. You got to go. In the air. In the air. Yeah.
5: The air, air, air. Yeah. Uh, you what's going on?
10: Air. Air. air it almost... It right. actually, talk like yeah. when
5: you're talking to me. Just say, hey, there's po- just tell me that there's poisonous gas in the air.
10: And H- that you Howard, have to leave. You get out of here. There's poisonous gas in the air. Right.
7: What more motivation hey, do you it. Hey, need than
10: It would have been done, hey, and, and you hey, would have hey, been on camera. Hey, you got to get out. There's a poisonous deer in the room.
4: How do you? How do you? How do you not hey, hear? Hey. Like
10: when she said to you, "Tone it down." Do that's you, funny because I have better than average hearing. I think. so the, like
4: when she said,
5: hearing. "Don't yell at her. Don't be so angry with her." Why couldn't you adjust? I was.
10: I was really nervous. So maybe that, oh, that, all right. that might have affected All right, there's at uh, a, I mean, don't go into acting. Just, you know... Well... I think we've eliminated
5: all the fields that you can't go into. <laughs> um, life.
9: Derek, who was with him, was saying that, you know, the, the soap opera, it's kind of like a factory. Right. Know, like, it's like a conveyor belt. I he know. the sets are right next to each other, and it's like, right. scene 17, 18, 19, 20, mm. and Benji definitely fucked with the conveyor
5: belt. What was that guy's name, Tommy Wazo, The guy who... Like, um, you know, oh, who was in that um, thing. Yeah.
7: movie who couldn't do anything right?
5: Yeah, Tommy Wiseau laughs at your acting. <laughs> the Room was the name of the movie or something. I don't know what it was. But anyway, dude, how did they get a hold of you, by the way? Because uh, we basically, they were looking for someone from the show,
10: and we were trying not to have this happen. I've talked to Casey before. That's the producer on the show. Yeah. And he reached out on my Twitter. Uh, oh, okay. he, he DM'd found and, you. Yeah, I guess everyone else didn't go to their DMs.
5: All I know is they wanted to do this because they want the publicity. And then when we said to them, "We're going to give you the publicity. We're going to cover," but they, they afterwards they were like, "Can you just play it once?"
10: Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't know how bad that was. Well, I, I they, mean, you they, can't even understand what the fuck you're saying. I don't know. Maybe he was bsing me. He told me that was the, the best cameo of this season, or something like that. <laughs> they had no day. cameos this season. Uh, maybe <laughs> No maybe. way. And he told me they're going to try to work me back in. Did they really? And they've played the scene twice mask? so far. Yeah. Wow. No one else wants to wear the. Benji tweeted
5: out that he was looking for other acting work while he was in LA.
10: They, I don't what know. was
7: the other part? They something too some two things happened. You said.
10: Uh, oh, they've played the scene twice already. Really? Yeah. It's so
5: good that they actually cut out the rest of the show and they just keep replaying <laughs> Benji's scene. Oh, my God. How about this? You go to L.A., since I'm paying the bill for you to go, and instead of looking for other work, you just work for me. You bust your balls and go out and do funny stuff. I would love to do that. Yeah. Give that some consideration. All right. All right. Thank he you. He would
7: love to do that. We're back now. It's yeah. too late.
5: Uh, great work, Benji. You mean that? Yeah, I do. Oh, I mean for a comedy standpoint it was great. Thank you. Here's Actually, uh Gary Delabate on the phone to review and talk about Benji's performance. Right. Go ahead to Gary.
11: <clears throat> it's interesting. It's interesting. I I gotta defend Benji a bit here. So a couple spoilers. <laughs> Tom Thomas Forrester, who's a big player in the show, was supposedly in that hazmat suit because apparently Weeks ago, they thought that Thomas had had disintegrated in that vat. See, Forrester's, for creation brought that hydrochloric acid to clean the washing machine.
3: You know
5: machine what I got to do? Poorly. I got to play and the so, clips of um, Sour uh, Shoes over the, the weekend, Ford, calling our voicemail. Uh-huh.
8: It's unbelievable. It's so unfucking Hope, believable. Who's got a huge? What huge... was he up to? All right.
5: Oh my god! All right, there's more people want to talk to you, Benji. Uh, first, before I get to Sour Shoes.
8: What?
10: He, yep. He's right. They People, the soap fans... and You understood what he was talking about? Yeah. Oh. He he actually had the story right. And the people that were into the soap opera thought the guy in the hazmat suit was this really good-looking actor. And Bold and Beautiful tweeted out a photo of me and the actress. The uh, I got you. Chris, go ahead. You're the on the air. All right, got it,
5: got it. Florida, oh. you're on the air. Chris.
2: Hey, good morning, Howard. Thanks for all the years of your love and admiration for everybody around here. Hey, uh, he sounded like he was running off of Darth Nihilus.
5: Yeah. I mean, it's got to be disturbing to you that you can't even understand you. Yeah, but but it's also like he's just too. Yeah, Kevin, go ahead. You're on the air in Oregon.
0: Dude, this sucks. Benji sucks. It's great that he was on a TV show,
5: but Benji's just terrible.
7: Did they pay you for that?
10: Yeah.
5: How much do you get for (laughs) that?
10: Not a lot. Like it's, I, it was whatever the standard thing is. But I'll keep getting it every time they. You'll get a residual. Yeah.
5: And then uh what is it
3: he
5: yeah what go ahead. Is it
0: he even does what is it he does, like I know you say, like, yeah, Benji has some value around here he does
5: he's a writer on the show, he writes stuff, he's good when he, he writes, he, when he 's alone in a room writing, he 's really good <laughs> and that's what he 's good at he 's not an actor, he's not i mean, i don 't know, he wants more, he wants to step out from. he
7: wants to be a performer,
5: yeah, yeah, but he 's bad when he comes in here and talks. <laughs> He's exactly. not a performer. How He's a writer. He,
0: so, like, does he have any involvement with, like, the uh, in the minute show? Like, yes. is he writing?
5: Yes. He's really good, but I don't know what this other. Everything else
10: he touches just doesn't go right. It's I understand like why it an pisses idiot you off because kind of like event. people go to Juilliard, people. No, it doesn't piss me off.
5: If you were good in it,
10: I'd say. No, I get it, but that's what you're saying. You're saying I, like, why is like these people are busting their ass? Yeah, they like do like, summer stock, they right. do Juilliard, and they're just like they can't even get this. Like you don't I, have you ever taken acting lessons? Yes. You have? Yes. <laughs> Where?
5: It, uh, maybe you shouldn't say. <laughs> okay. You'll put them out of business. <laughs> well, wh- at what the home year was roles, it? Huh? Have you really
10: taken, like, from an acting school or a famous acting teacher? Uh, not a fi- Well, people that people, not famous, like what Uda method? Hagen or something. What like
5: method did you study The Stella
10: Adler or... Like, the- like, the- like things related the- to Meisner, maybe. Meisner? Yeah. The Meisner should be hung. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I didn't go into depth, but I took, I've taken... uh taken improv classes oh you have yeah and do, do,
5: do you do, do that what do they say the thing, you know they do, do they say you have any ability or
7: well, do they want to keep taking your money
10: <laughs> i don't know i mean they they gave a report card i can look up what the report card said okay. were you fucking with the people in bold and beautiful that's what derek asked me and I, I almost wanted to say I was because that would have made this right. You know, but better. you weren't like, fucking yeah. with them. No, I was doing my because best. I'm
5: going to tell you the truth. Derek told us everyone on the Bold and Beautiful crew, meaning from the director on down, thought you were fucking with them. They couldn't believe that this was for real. <laughs> for real? This is what I we go through every day. Yeah, yeah. And no, I'm trying. Was... To, I'm trying as a friend of yours, and I like you. I really like you, but I can't believe you don't see what's going
10: on. No, I do, but it doesn't. Like you should be ashamed. I do have shame, but it's not, Good. it's not the most, it's not I don't value this shame. like I do other things in my life. If it was something I was shame. like, I have to be great at this, right. it would be shame. great to get better at it.
7: Okay. And, is, and by going, what is it, and, it you need to get great at then?
10: Uh, like, like the very basics of trying to behave like a human being. <laughs> no, I'm asking. <laughs> like, like, like Gary's pitch. I wouldn't give a fuck about that because I don't care if I'm. A well, good, I didn't ask
7: you what you don't want to do. Why
5: don't you observe people and then act like them? I, I like, mean, like, I, like, like, like what do you think. Like even in Sharknado. Yeah. I try to explain to you. Dude, look at the other actors. They're not yelling. They're, they're panicked, but they're not screaming at the top of their lungs.
10: I, you know, and I did, I did kind of hear that in my head oh. as I was doing it, but that I it was ah. it was coming out a certain way. No, it just what comes it? out of you that way. But I what is re- it
7: you want to get good at? Because I'm trying to. Figure I want to
5: remake a movie. Then you uh, should
0: get good at not coming into the studio.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Jason, you're on the air.
8: Hey,
0: Howard. Hey, now. Hey uh so gotta say i hate benji Bronk. i think he's a disgrace to the show <laughs> uh, i think he should have been fired five years ago i feel like a good part's uh, coming a total distraction but let me say that was fucking funny man right. like forrester backstory for uh, th- this is that's amazing
5: yep no i don't think he was going for fun yeah but he wasn't trying to do that. that's the problem benji dreams of hosting his own show as well and- He'll broadcast on Periscope or Facebook Live, and it's horrendous too. That's even bad.
7: But see, that's what I'm asking, Howard. These things he's not getting better at. So, what is it he really wants to get better
5: at? I think at? he should be better at writing. Just do, concentrate on that. Here's Benji on Periscope. He started chatting with a Periscope user named Seabell, but the connection wasn't great.
10: All right, I'm doing it again. I I can't stop doing it. I do want to go to sleep though. All right, I'm I don't know if you guys can hear me while I'm pulling someone up. It's like uh, it's it's like in a weird kind of format right now. Fascinating. Hey, oh, Cybell? Sybel, Sybel, where are you from? Yeah, Los Angeles. No, where are you from?
5: Getting... It's like early cavemen oh. trying to communicate.
10: Yeah, it's
7: the first phone communication.
5: He's learned nothing from me.
10: Is that where you grew up? Huh?
8: You grew up in Boston? Yes. That's where I grew up. What, I part? Did. what part? Winchester.
5: Fascinating. North,
8: north Winchester? of Boston, Boston. You
5: grew up in Winchester? Now we're on a roll. What are you doing? It gets better. This might be worse than your acting. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. I didn't think it was possible. I'm, I'm, I'm going to my strengths. I was like, okay, let's see if he's any better at this. <laughs>
10: What? Is that anywhere near uh Worchester? Worcester? Worcester. Oh,
5: sh- then I don't know. Uh excuse me, what's your zip code? Uh, 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 where are you uh, from? Uh, uh, where you from? <laughs> want more of the Benji Periscope?
7: Yeah, let me. This is very reminiscent of Eric the actor.
5: Benji and Seabell then started talking about the character Florida from the 70s sitcom sitcom Good Times. Remember Florida? Sure. All right. Kind
8: of like Three
5: That Uh, was in Santa
8: Monica.
10: (laughs) Oh, yeah. I was.
8: uh... What's your favorite Uh, Good Times. With Florida?
10: Yeah, I, I liked her I, smile. So, I, liked her I, look up. Um, I loved when she would look up. and They were so, like, I listen, <laughs> I didn't find her attractive. <laughs> uh, Pretty was, good show.
5: Then Benji wanted to sing the theme to Good Times. That's a good song. And Seabell tried to join in, and Benji told her to stop because he wanted to sing it by himself.
10: Just looking out of the window. Watching du, 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 du. the asphalt du, 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 du. Uh, I, uh, uh, Saibow, You know all the words? I w- yeah, I would like to sing it alone, and then you can, okay?
8: I don't know all the words, but you do, so I'd love to hear you sing them. I- oh.
5: oh, my God. Benji's scolding his only fan.
8: <laughs> I'm like, what's wrong with her and
7: what's wrong with him?
5: They should get married. <laughs> Later in the conversation, Benji revealed he wished he looked like the Libyan dictator Muammar Gaddafi. Want to hear that? Okay. All right. Maybe it'll get better.
10: <laughs> I'm thinking of something with, like, Libya or something.
8: Oh, well, because that's the capital. That's Tripoli. It's It has the same name. Do, but you, think, do
10: you think uh, Muammar Gaddafi, people used to make fun of his looks. Do you think he was a handsome man?
8: Um, In his early days, he definitely was. Documentary. Absolutely.
10: Oh. Oh. (sighs) Oh. You look a little bit like Mo Markadoff. You have a lot better skin.
5: Thank you. Thanks. Wow. Wow. After 22 minutes of periscoping, Benji wanted to go back to sleep. And even that was an ordeal.
10: Well, to be honest, like, I'm not even looking on the screen. My eyes are closed and, uh, I'm just like.
8: Well, you need to go to
10: sleep or don't go. Right. I know, I know it's at that. Now it's that, now it's that scary fucking time of like, Oh my God, I can't go to sleep because then I won't fucking, you know, I'll wake up, but it's like scary. And like, I'm not going like, stay up. up. I, it's, but it's, it's,
5: it's, it's, it's. Okay. All right. All right. You can go now. Wow. I, mean, I didn't I, remember. I, you know it like what, that. It, You know what's weird? What? It's like, I really like you and I respect your work. And then I go, how could
10: I? Maybe I have a blind spot to you. <laughs> like,
5: there's no fucking way.
10: Right. I might have a blind spot to me, too, because I think of myself much better than this. Really?
5: Stuff. Yeah. Because, I mean, I've never heard, I don't know which was worse, the Bold and Beautiful or this Periscope
10: show. Well, that was technical difficulties. Wow.
7: No, no, it, we didn't miss anything.
10: <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if you could have heard the whole thing. <laughs> yes, Mary. We Mary-Ann. didn't miss anything.
8: Oh, Benji, that was fabulous. I thought you were amazing. I really did. First See, I time. I mean, change. what acting chops? You fucking asshole. You suck. What residuals <laughs> from Bald and Beautiful? Uh, I there you are really no like... residuals. A soap opera is once. How would, why on a Monday do we have to be subject to this asshole?
5: <laughs> wow. Mm. People get get angry. Yeah, Jeff. Jeff the drunk.
1: <laughs> I can do Fucking better than that. Bro. No, you can't. No, yes, he, he can. can actually, I've he heard actually it. I was can. like, How the fuck
5: really? is his always so clear? A
10: Jeff, Jeff is a way better actor. No, than I'm Benji. doing. Um, he's mentoring me with Periscope. Yeah, like at least Jeff can have a little bit of range. No, his are clear too. His periscopes. I don't know how why my phone connection is always so bad.
5: But he is a better actor than
10: you. He might be. Yeah. I know. I'm definitely. um. I know you are. I don't know about that. I swear.
7: I am. Well, why What's, haven't people been calling you?
1: Yeah, you know, I won that job. I beat Eric the actor,
5: and that fell through. So I had to yeah, they check. would have been better getting him in that hazmat suit, <laughs> <laughs> honestly. You get offers, give me a call. All right, I will. All Anything right. to keep
10: Benji off television. Thank you. I'm right. sure they would put, Jeff, I'm sure they'd put you on Bold and Beautiful. Yep. Know.
7: Yeah. He is bold and beautiful.
5: And they'll probably give him a recurring character. <laughs> Don't put all of us on if you want. Billy you're on the air in Georgia.
11: You know, he's Benji's the best part of the show at <laughs> at, this, at this moment. And I and I'm serious, too. I you know, all right. I would take the best when you go on vacation next time. I'll take a best of Benji versus you on Ellen getting remarried again any day of the
5: week. I'm oh. just, telling you, just telling you, okay? Oh. Hey. Thank you. Me getting remarried was not my idea. I was standing oh, well, there, and well, they brought out that, that guy. Right. and So I went with it. What can <laughs> I do? That's that's again. That's up to Ellen, not me.
10: More Benji, more Benji. That's all, right. all I gotta say. Give me there a you breath go. Well, there you go. You guys, know that photo guys, looks guys like a, a, point. a real kiss. Like if you it just, is. No, I mean it looks like a makeout almost if you look at it. Yeah. Like when you see it out of that's context, what, that was the whole years. idea of the
5: bit. Now yeah. That was me. Yeah, you did well. Yeah. I want you to do well. Thanks. Can I tell you? Well, anyway, that's the whole Benji story. I wanted to share that with you. I think you needed to hear it
7: a little more of what Benji did in L.A.
5: Yeah, that's it. Yes, Karen.
8: Hey, I know why Benji isn't as good as a, of an actor as he'd like to be. It's because he's not
0: willing to be a real person. He probably needs to go to therapy. <laughs>
8: I was in. I lived in Manhattan. I studied, and I won't say where, the Meisner Method. And I'm a really good host, as it turns out, but I suck
0: as an actor. And I suck as an actor at that time because I was unwilling to deal with any emotions. And I suspect that Benji is doing exactly the same thing based on years of listening to him on the show.
5: Well, you might be right. That's why I say Benji should go out and observe people because he's not acting like a person. What
7: has he been doing up till now?
5: He's ignoring people and just (laughs) just going out and doing shtick. But, I mean, I think the best thing, if he really wants to pursue acting, is just watch how people interact I love doing that. that. Do that, that go work. watch um I'm serious. Go watch Modern Love on Amazon I watched, Prime. I
10: watched the, Have you watched the whole it, thing? Not
5: yet. Uh, and and watch the Anne Hathaway performance when she's on the bathroom floor crying. I uh, I mean it is oh brilliant. My God, yeah. She's fantastic. Yeah, I know
10: I know I, that That's that, what you got to watch, you know. I don't yeah, know what's happening. I did. I
5: watched all of them. I watch know. it to the very no, I'm end. I'm sure
8: you watched all of them? Watching them is I not cried. The same thing all right. I'm going to
5: go to the Benji is annoying song and then we're going to close this out, Karen, okay? Okay. All right. Thanks thank you so you. much. Big fan. Uh, thank you. Big, fa- <clears throat> big
7: fan. How uh... long? Did you take the Meisner
5: method?
10: No, I did things related. I just know that word. This guy oh. Meisner's got to be pissed. Sanford, <laughs> I don't know who Sanford, he is. Sanford One time
7: Meisner? he gets mentioned. Yeah,
10: yeah.
5: yeah, Meisner. That's where Joey Boots went to act. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All agree. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah.
5: ben- Benji Puppet, yeah. did you go to Meisner? Yeah. Did you yeah. you yeah. did too? Yeah. Yeah. It was Sid Meisner. Sid Meisner. I think, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sid Meisner. Yeah. I think you might have the wrong Meisner. his cousin. Cousin Meisner. It's probably cheaper to go to his cousin. I think he was a forest ranger. Right. Well, anyway, uh, this one's called Benji Causes Us Frustration. He's the blotchiest guy. Skin causes major regurgitation. He's such a clown. I wish dick what a dick. His life's one big
3: complication. When he starts to shout, time to throw him out. Benji causes us frustration. The vortex is...
5: throwing it to commercial benji started telling me he does this thing sexually where he can what's it called like a what did he call it a jeez I, I, it was hard to understand but he rubs a woman's clitoris for 15 minutes Howard, what is it called
2: orgasmic meditation yeah what is he huh? talking about he
5: says he goes to this like place and I, I, you have to have him explain it. But I guess you rub
2: a woman's clit for 15 minutes. And then he mm. says he doesn't get anything in return for it.
7: Why would you want to do that? I talked to, to you about this class at one point and uh, it's taught by people and it's to give women clitoral orgasms and the man asks for nothing.
5: Soft swinging. You talk to me about that? Yeah, I did a story about it on the air. Good Lord.
10: Benji Uh, claims he's done it three or four times.
5: Would you want a man... he
7: spent more time doing this than acting. Oh God,
5: no! Would you you want a man touching you for 15 minutes? Like, why not just get a vibrator? Why would a woman want that?
7: Uh, There are a lot of women out there who are inorgasmic. Right. And I suppose they're looking for one.
5: So you go to this place and a woman spreads her legs and lets you rub her clitoris for 15 minutes?
7: People come in and and you may not even know the person you're partnered with. And you get into crazy. a position and he then rubs your clit for as long as it takes for you to have an orgasm. And they supposedly teach you a technique. Wow. Howard,
9: we can't decide, so you decide. Do you want Benji to come in and explain? I can't
5: this? decide either. You decide. <laughs> right, I'm going to send him in. Well, wait, 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 wait. But don't just make a cavalier statement like that. <laughs> I thought about it. I mean, if he comes in here, you know we're never going to get to the bottom of it. Could he answer me in a reasonable way?
9: <laughs> I have no idea, but I, he's the only person I know who's done this.
5: All right, send him in real quick. Uh, uh, I, uh, uh, Robin, uh. there's a two minute timer on this. I All do right. not want to get involved in divorce. Well, at
7: the time, I tried to get you to send somebody.
5: So look Benji at when
7: volunteered
5: go- Benji I want a serious conversation <laughs> sure. I don't want any shtick sure please oh sure why did you go to the class you wanted to learn how to please a woman
10: it's it sounded like a sexy thing to try like it I, yes it was like it sounded like hot to try it out and just random women come in who are willing to have their clitorises rubbed that's not how the class they do it they it's like a f- eight-hour class and they go over the procedures and they show a demonstration. They Did don't, you
5: learn something new? In other words, it was is there a special way to touch the clitoris that I don't know
10: about? Well, they just it's probably things you do know about, but they have a s- certain uh protocol. Protocol, like step by step. And it, the main thing is it's you're just you're going extreme, let's like, say like touch they say t- the way you touch your eyelid. Yeah. That's how you should touch
5: a clitoris.
10: Oh. And like ex- like a, like a, like a like very soft. that like very soft and very slow hmm. and like uh but th- but there's certain things like you do at what point do you get the finger this broad <laughs> well your thumb is in the sort of one of your thumbs is sort of in the hole a little bit well, wait a second. or are they call it is, the who is the woman who is the
5: woman you're with right? is that you have an, <laughs> an introitus Robin doesn't, actually.
6: I do <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> I had that removed it's, on her. It's, sort of like, it's sort of like bowling. You put the thumb in the hole. Yeah, right. In the right. The <laughs> yeah,
5: and then you throw her down the uh, strike yeah. lane. Yeah. I
10: get a seven ten split. Who taught this class? Harvey Weinstein? <laughs> actually, there are a bunch of investigations about the organization right now. Oh, really? Yeah. All right, you so tell me what happened.
5: Benji's probably in a cult.
10: <laughs> it is. Well, people call it a cult, but it's like, they're really nice people. Robin,
5: imagine you went to the class and Benji's thumb is inside of you. <laughs> yeah, as soon as they gave <laughs> me Benji, I'm out <laughs> of the class. Are you dry heaving? <laughs> hey, you're, 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 you're waiting for George Clooney and then walks Benji. <laughs> well, no, they used to do it live at the class. They don't do that anymore. All right, so let me understand. So, in other words, did you put your fingers in someone?
10: I have done it, but not at the class. Oh. Oh, okay. So, at but the cl- you
5: took the class.
10: I took the class and they also, they have like get togethers where you go, you can go up and oh, ask people. Oh, so you
5: didn't get to finger anyone.
10: Not at the Not class. Not at the class.
7: Because the class, they usually have a woman come out and a guy who's an expert. Exactly. Oh, you've done it. No, I read an article about it. <laughs> so you're
5: saying when you would, this guy, I tell you, you're sitting there, a naked woman comes out. Mm-hmm. And a guy stands there and demonstrates how to touch her clitoris. They're,
10: it's not just that. There's a, they call it. There's a whole protocol. You have to build a nest. That's a certain way. You put right, a okay, I'm
5: done. Thank you. you. Oh. all right. I I, just, th- I I don't know. I'm just not I'm getting sorry. the information I oh, want. Oh,
10: wait, 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 wait a minute. See, at the very end, you, like you describe how, how her vagina looks. And... Really? Oh, good
12: lord!
7: But wait a minute. Um I would sign up in for that. this class where the get together where you actually touch a woman? Yeah. Tell us about that.
10: It, yeah, that, well, so in
5: other words, you went somewhere after the class where you're allowed to finger a woman.
10: It's a couple of different women's apartments.
5: Okay, so you went to the woman's apartment, right? And how many men were there? Just me. Just you and this woman. Yes. You met her at the class.
10: Uh yes. One of them. And there's, she said to yeah. you,
5: Benji, "Would you come over and try it well, on me?" There's,
10: you're, there's, you're supposed to ask them, "Would you like to own?" And they say, and they they can say yes or no, and then then you and then you say, go to her home.
5: Right. right. <laughs> and she said after the class, Hey, I would like to work on this with you. Please come to my apartment.
10: Right. And wow. you set up like the time and all that. And then it's, it's How a- soon after the class did you get together with her? I honestly don't remember because it was a year or two ago, but okay. maybe a week or two. Oh, you waited that long. It might have been. Was she yeah. an attractive woman? Um I've done it with three or four different women. I think you know three or four different women from that class. Through, they also have organization where you meet people through their through their organization. Right. So not
5: specifically through the. And class. you're not there to get sex. You're just there to finger her.
10: They don't call it fingering, but yeah.
5: Well, I call it fingering. Yeah. What do you? What do they call? Actually,
10: it? a man can get touched if he identifies as a woman. All right. Okay. Okay. I don't want to get into yeah. Phones, you're us off. No, that's, that's,
5: that's, that's no. 100%. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. A chubby, hairy, sweaty woman. woman. Right. But so that beard. is 100 percent true. Right. Like You're if, furthest thing from a woman I've ever seen. <laughs> so you are. You should have seen something. So, wait, you, so you go over there. Let me just understand. You yeah. go into her apartment. Right. And you know her now from the class. Yeah. OK. You
10: come in. What is she wearing? Just uh, dressed normally like I am. OK. And do you say to her, are you ready to. That is all all a protocol. Like you, you set up the nest together right, and then
5: just tell me what happened in normal words, not forget the nest.
10: Tell me what okay. happened. She
5: sits down on the couch. Uh, okay. what, tell me so what you happened.
10: set up a specific area on the floor, right? Um, You have to sit a chair next to the woman. They call it a Zufi. Okay. And uh, this is the part I had a lot of trouble with. You have to like put your leg over hers a certain way Okay. and then like sit up at the same time. And I found that, and maybe it's my weight, I found that really hard to get in the position that you're supposed to get in. Alright. And, uh. When does she take off her clothes? Uh, she, right, right before she sits down. Fully nude? Uh, they, it, it can be, it doesn't have to be, it can be just a What the was bottoms. she, the woman you were with that you're referring to, was she fully I nude? I think it was just, I think, I've done it a couple times. I think it was just the bottom. Just the bottom. She's yeah.
5: wearing a hash match suit and a mask and a mask. And, and and you throw your leg over hers. She's yes. sitting in a chair next to you, and then you put your finger
10: on her clitoris. They have steps you have to do first. Like okay. you, you touch it's and you you hold their thighs, and you're saying like you, know, you grab their titties. I'm about them? to no all that stuff. They call it the container. You have to be very stay with it. You can't. Right. deviate from what, what it's no supposed making to be. out no titty nothing. no that's considered like all that's considered uh not to do right like they keep it very specific what what happens and then what do you do you started to touch her vagina yeah you start does she talk to you during it um yeah there's specific things like uh you're supposed to ask like would you like it harder would you like it softer right and then there's like a protocol how to ask that and how she answers it and did you and she satisfy might say, her? Like, faster, huh? Did she come? Yeah, that part I got to tell you is very. It's like my back was killing me. Do you have a boner? I don't remember. Probably I don't. You don't know.
5: remember if you had a boner while you were touching a woman? I don't remember. Wow. Uh, I'd have a boner. <laughs> I have a boner. Look. Do you have a me.
10: boner right now? What? What? Not looking at you. Oh, sorry. What
5: the fuck is wrong with you? I'm know. saying if I'm with a woman and she's nude and I'm playing with her I don't vagina, have memories
10: of boners. I, I just okay. I, I remember I remember thinking it was. Were you excited by it? Yes,
5: extreme. It's like. Were it's, you hoping she'd say, "Hey, put it in"?
10: Uh, and I, I probably it was, but it was very. I was very in the moment. It was any very, odor? No, right. n- nothing like just normal, like right. my normal smells. No, no, no. Seriously, did she have a smell? No. Okay. No. Um, it was like neutral. Um but it's extremely... Are likely. you done, Robin?
7: I just want to know if you were more excited about giving somebody an orgasm than pleasing yourself. Oh, yeah. Well, that's all you have to say, Benji, when he asked you the
10: question, were you trying you to saying, get... Are you saying is, is it hotter than masturbation? No, I'm not saying that.
5: I don't know what anyone's saying. I'm t- <laughs> I'm tuned out.
10: No, it's very sexy for to really... Alright, so, so the you went voting, in, like, you touched uh, her, she had an orgasm,
5: uh, and then after 15 minutes, she stopped.
10: That's, there's a whole protocol for stopping. Okay, did too. you
5: stop after 15 minutes? Yes or no? Yes. Yes. That was the protocol.
10: Right. And then you, des- you describe what happened. You say it like at one moment, uh, I noticed like uh, your vagina did this. Right.
5: Okay. Yeah. All right. Thank you.
7: And she enjoyed it. She had a big orgasm because
10: that's what they're supposed to deliver. Not always. Sometimes it's just like, like, did she have an orgasm? It seemed like it. Okay. Did yeah. you ask her? I don't... That's the one question you can't ask. <laughs> I don't mm-hmm. remember, but it's, you know... You know you don't I don't remember. I felt the orgasm, you know, when it, yeah. uh, the shaking, the moaning. And, and, the,
5: and she didn't say to you, hey, I'd like to see you again
10: or anything? No, some of them have, like, you know, like, asked about recurring. Did she
5: ask to see you again? I think that one did, yeah. Yeah, and did you but go see her again? I don't again? think I did. Why? You weren't attracted to her?
10: I, I, I just, yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, but they also have now... Group circles where you all do it in a circle, like all the right. whole group meets in a circle. Uh, you Have do- you gone to that? I haven't gone to a circle yet. All right, all right. Thank you. Are you planning to go to a circle? Mm. There's one tonight, I think. All right, gonna, I need mm. a partner. Would I'm you like a, to own?
5: I'm going to uh, play the Benji Get Out song <laughs> and then move on. No more. anybody have any other questions because i'm done
10: no why is it <laughs> i don't see, know it's
5: just very hard to get a real good really? story out of you. like here's how i would have told that okay story. and again i'm making stuff up because i wasn't there yeah but i'd be like you know hey so i went to this class that robin described in the news after the class a woman approached me attractive middle-aged probably about 43 okay but 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 attractive single woman said to me benji would you like to come over? Now, I didn't know her. I was a little nervous because who knows what's going to go on at someone's apartment. But she looked like I could trust her. We we then made a date for two weeks after. After two weeks, I went. I um, I came over. I was nervous. I told her I was nervous. She told me that she was nervous. And uh, and we didn't know quite how to start. But since they told us what to do, we put two chairs next to each other. And she kept talking a lot. And, and, and she was nervous. And I said, okay, let's begin she lifted her dress. She wasn't wearing panties. And it was really weird. Like all of a sudden her vagina's there. She was completely shaven yeah. and ready for me. She had just taken a bath. She then told me to just put my hand on her clitoris and, to, and that I was rubbing it too hard. Then she told me to soften it. Then she told me to move to her lips. Then she told me to put my finger inside. Whatever it would have been. Yeah, I would tell you told the, story. the story
7: like you didn't do it. Yeah, yeah, it's
5: almost like I had to drag the fucking story out well, of you. But I'm, there
7: was no description of who this
5: woman yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, just, like it, it
10: really wasn't yeah, his story. It was story. just a shit story. I agree, that, If you want to know how
5: I feel about it, that's how I feel. <laughs> but you did the best you could, and I can't no, fault I, you for that. I brought you in.
10: Here's my problem. Like I try yeah. like when I'm telling something that happened in my life, I'm trying to be 100% honest. Yeah, but, but you ben, didn't so,
7: see the woman You didn't describe her at all
5: yeah, It's just it, it, I'm done right. You had your shot And you did the best you could And I thank you for.
10: I am appreciative If I you. made up a story I could make it up there. Yeah, but but I me. would tell the real story but, In that manner Benji
7: When he said What does a woman look like Were you attracted to her You had no answer
10: Alright Well I wasn't particularly attracted well, okay, to her. Okay, right, saying that. That's alright Alright <laughs> Benji Thank
5: you uh, Interesting story you took the, um, You took the class And I've learned nothing Thank you Mm. all right that's it we'll try again some time in the future like maybe it's almost a year
7: like from now. uh
10: but you might not even have me still have a show a year from that's now. that's right
5: we'll see what happens if i have a show in a year from now i'm gonna have you back in thanks man. all right robin i told you you would learn nothing and <sighs> i learned a little i guess i i learned that they went to her apartment
7: right right don't even know what the apartment looks like though you know was it comfortable did he feel safe I, I, I don't
5: know. I got nothing from him. My back hurt. Yeah, yeah but he threw yeah, his leg, leg over. My leg hurt. hurt.
8: Yeah, I had trouble getting had into trouble the getting position.
5: Up. She was dressed like me. She Can you was, imagine? Yeah, I, guess, I guess she
8: trying
7: was
6: trying to yeah, get leg guess,
5: up well, she, had, she had gigantic pants on and yeah, a terrible it, plaid it, shirt. It, it, the same one I wear Yeah, She had
2: day. pants on that looked like a parachute. She dressed <laughs> like him.
5: It, it, uh, what is it, Kurt?
2: Hey, what's up, Howard? What's yep. going
5: on, guys? Hey, man, I, I'm having a tough morning here. <laughs> 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 well, yeah, Couldn't wait to get up like and that. get out of bed <laughs> to come here.
12: Yeah, well, I
2: mean, uh, the one thing we all learned is either Benji's telling a lie or he's telling someone else's story because I don't know said it was so vague.
5: I try to it, talk to the guy. I'll never give up. I I, I just think, the, I don't know. I can't get to know the real guy.
2: I It just blows my mind, like, who the fuck would pay for this service or at least pay for the service and then benji comes i would be so disappointed no. i wouldn't I'd, well it sounds I'd like she was a mess phone. too
5: because benji wasn't even attracted to her. <laughs> <laughs> said like two yeah, disgustingly yeah, I ugly it. people but then rubbing he kept saying,
7: saying three or four women choose one benji yeah tell us the most exciting story
5: no, deal with three know. times, but I don't remember if I was hard. I,
7: I don't know. I can't remember.
5: Did she? Did she pull her? Take her He's clothes He's trying
7: to come in I, I, to I tell us he can't remember I, the answer. I, I, I don't. Reply, <laughs> Hazy. Try again. I, I,
3: I, I don't
5: know. The guy's been trying I, I think to get it in the was, studio. I think it was a <laughs> pushy I'm not sure. The guy, the guy was trying to get in the studio for the last five years. He gets in and he doesn't remember anything. Hey, I, I think it was her clip I don't know
2: whatever yeah. happened to his one minute uh his little one minute bit you were gonna do
5: I don't know I don't even remember that i I, I got to get out of it I got to get out of it Hey, You know who's on the phone? Mitt Romney, the, uh, Ooh, per, the, really? the the senator. Is he
7: calling in about Benji's story?
5: I don't know. I don't know what he's called. Do you want to talk to him? Sure. All right. I'm, he can't I'm,
7: be any worse than Benji. He's
5: got. I got to talk to somebody. <laughs> I might as well talk to Mitt Romney. Everyone knows who Mitt Romney is. He's a former governor of Massachusetts, and he
7: ran for president. He did
5: not. He was not successful, but uh, he did run for senate recently, and now he's a United States That's senator. Right. Uh, good morning, uh, Senator Romney.
12: Congratulations on your best-selling book, Howard. Is that enough ass-kissing, or do I also have to say some shit about you saving cats?
5: Hey, uh, you don't have to say anything about cats. You don't have to kiss my ass at all. I'm, I'm happy to talk to you, United States Senator, and, and 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 just find out anything. Like, what did you guys do for Thanksgiving?
12: I spent Thanksgiving with my wife, Anne, and my five wonderful boys. Bink and boop and top and tip and bleep.
5: <laughs> well, that sounds like a nice Thanksgiving. It sounds lovely.
12: And my grandkids. Doop, dip, foop, fop, wop, weep, zigzag, zaggity-zoop, Mitt Plus, and Chico.
5: (laughs) And I bet you guys ate a big turkey,
12: right? We have a wonderful Thanksgiving tradition. I make the Romney boys gather under a glass table that I shit on. Then I yell, who wants cranberries?
5: Well, I tell you what, you are a funny guy. You're very interesting.
12: Here's a fun fact. If I get my five sons to lay their penises on top of each other and you trace it, it looks just like a turkey. Gobble, gobble. <laughs> okay.
5: You, Sounds obviously... like
7: they have some fun events.
5: Uh, enough silliness. Are, are you going to vote to impeach Donald Trump?
12: Well, of course I'm going to vote to impeach the president. In this stupid sketch, in real life, I will say some fancy bullshit about freedom and then vote to let that motherfucker do what he do. <laughs> well, there you go. That's a man of integrity.
5: Mister uh, Senator Romney, the, uh, the Democrats want to impeach Trump and put him in jail because, I mean, they're really pissed.
12: Democrats are so angry with Trump. They should do what I do to calm down. Find a quiet place in the park and pluck out my pubic hairs one by one. You can also pluck pubes inside Home Depot like I'm doing now. Ah! Boner on aisle four.
5: (laughs) I like that uh, Senator Romney has sound effects.
12: I guess. Yes, of course, Howard.
5: What do you think of the Democrats running for uh, president, all the different candidates?
12: Bernie Sanders is so dewy, he probably eats dreidels.
5: All right. What about your thoughts on uh, Pete Buttigieg?
12: Pete Buttigieg. Did you know his wife has a penis? <laughs> Wild stuff. <laughs> I didn't know his wife had a penis. <laughs> well, yeah. his
7: wife
5: is a man.
12: Yeah. Oh, I guess so. <laughs> um, I'm trying to imagine Fred licking my ass.
5: Oh. All right. Elizabeth Warren.
12: Have you seen Elizabeth Warren's dog? Beautiful animal. Blonde. Fluffy tail. Mm. If I wasn't married, you know what I'm saying. I don't know what you're saying. Yes.
5: Well, it was great talking to you. I, you know what? I think uh, you're a little more interesting than Benji. A little
4: bit. A little yeah, bit better, better than Benji.
7: storyteller.
12: For sure. Hey, Robin, did I ever tell you my penis is so curved I can pee into my own mouth? <laughs> Check it out. <laughs> right. Thank you, Senator. Amazing. He was better than Benji, wasn't he? <laughs>
5: He could definitely get to a point. Yeah. Uh, ben, you're on the air in Connecticut.
3: Hey,
11: now, um, I hate Benji. Uh, I think he's terrible, but I think he's getting a bad rap on this one. Like, you were asking him yes or no questions, and any time he
7: tried to veer off and say what was happening.
5: No, no, no no, no, no. There's an attitude. When I, well, You know, there is a way to answer without just they saying. They weren't yes or no questions. They, were, they I was trying to get him started, and then he could tell me about some relevant things that happened there. And I, I don't know. There's just a disconnect between me and Benji. Okay. I, I'll go with your plan, premise, Ben, that it's me. I'm the problem.
2: Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. I hate, normally Benji comes in and I want to throw up in my mouth. All but right. this time I All thought right. he was okay. Well, you try to get the story out of it. Yeah. You
5: come in here and do yeah, the show tomorrow. Impossible. I'm staying home. <laughs> I can't
2: do it. I don't think anyone can. All right.
5: Thank you, Ben. Maybe it's me. Maybe it's me. But uh, I don't know. I tried. Trying to get the story. And I didn't think it was coming out right. Did you know that uh, Mitt Romney can pee in his own mouth? (laughs) I just heard. (laughs) Hey, as long as we're on on a political thing, how about a uh, phony phone call? Bernie Sanders calls into an Internet political show and has health issues right in the middle of the show. Okay. All right, here we go.
12: Listeners, well, we've got some surprises here today. I got a call. Senator Bernie Sanders. Hello? Hello? Senator, Senator Sanders. Sanders.
1: Yes, hello. This is Senator Bernie Sanders. And as everybody knows, I recently had a heart attack. Yeah? But I had two stints put in, and now I've never felt better.
2: Yeah, we're Bernie fans.
1: I'm fortunate enough to have access to quality health care, but most people.
2: <laughs> well, we're glad to have you on our show.
0: Uh, excuse me. Sorry, a lot of phone calls <laughs> <quotes> today. <laughs> But uh, Senator, you know, I assure you,
12: I'm in great health. Yeah.
11: Senator, okay. Senator Sanders, Senator so Sanders, 71% in the late poll I just saw. <laughs> Hold on a second. 71% of American workers oh, my God. don't think that Social Security is going to be there for uh, them when the they company, retire. Are How are you going
1: to through this? My heart. Oh, God. Oh. Bernie, you oh, all right? Oh. Attack. Oh. Heart attack.
5: Heart attack. Clear. Clear.
12: Clear. Uh,
5: She's back. Good job, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Got a glass of water there?
12: Yes, yeah, just a moment, please. Are you still hey, there? Bernie.
5: Oh. You see? Oh.
12: I, don't,
1: I don't see. What? Oh.
0: Senator Sanders. Senior
1: health care is an important issue. There Excellent. are people out there that do not have access to this health care.
3: This
0: healthcare. is true.
1: Yeah, this you is never true. know. When someone might have an almost heart attack. <laughs> oh! No, no. Oh! Oh, this can't be happening. I'm having another
3: heart attack. Oh, 99% of my
1: arteries are blocked. Oh. I just pooped myself. Oh my, oh. my penis. It is, oh.
12: it is, Did uh, we lose the line, him? The line it has been a dropped. pleasure I, I, talking I, uh, with Senator um, Bernie Sanders. What a show. Uh, Senator Bernie Sanders is a friend of mine on Facebook, so it was a big score today. See you, Mike. Wow. brother.
5: Talk about a disconnect. He noticed nothing. Nothing. The guy just had a heart attack and he goes, well, did we lose him? <laughs> he was revived. What is on going on? What is going on on these shows that they don't like? <laughs> go, oh, my God. Senator Sanders is having a heart attack. What is that?
7: Seriously. I have no idea what they're doing. They're can... certainly not listening to their caller.
5: Yeah, let me pop through a couple of these phone calls. Mike in Maine. Oh, Mike. Hey, how you doing? Hey Howard. Hey,
0: hey
11: uh, Mike, you got
5: I'm, a job? I mean, you call like every show.
3: <laughs> Howard,
11: I'm literally working as we speak. I'm in a store right now.
5: Um, what do you do? What? Howard, it's in a store. Uh, what do you I'm do? In a
11: store. I'm, my, I'm on my break, but I'm uh, I deliver doors and windows.
5: You deliver doors and windows, but they, they, yet you've been on hold for a while. And I, well, Howard,
11: yeah, I mean, I have an earbud in, and I mean, you know, I, I obviously take it out. To t- you've heard me. I mean, you picked me up on me when I was. No, I'm just curious
5: how you get to call in every morning. And I was like, boy, if I was your employer, I'd be concerned but you say you can multitask you can keep this thing in your ear and uh, and, and deliver the door
11: employee. yeah if you make me happy i'll do a very good job for you at my job so um,
5: what do you, you mean know, you deliver insurance? doors in other words
11: people what? buy doors from the company i work for doors and like windows and things like that and i deliver them to your house or i deliver them to your business or your job site, or whatever you don't yeah.
5: install them you just deliver the door
11: no no i've installed one door in my life it actually worked out but i'm not a door installer i'm a delivery guy i'm a cook i'm a used to be a landscaper you got a truck it's not my truck yeah but i we i drive a, a box truck a cube van
5: so your job is you license. get the doors and you deliver them let's say to a construction site or somebody's house and then then and then your part's done
11: yeah then i go on to the next delivery or i go back to the shop okay. and we unload you know yeah it's pretty it's pretty awesome actually because i spend most of my time driving around listening to the howard stern show uh you know having a good time and then i work for a few minutes and then i drive around some more
5: sounds like a good job can you make a decent living
11: yeah i make pretty good money i have have great benefits it's uh it's the kind of company where they're a small you know small family-owned business and they pay their employees well so they do a good job you get
5: paid hourly or you get a salary
11: yeah i get paid hourly um how much an hour for something like that oh i mean how would i rather know i get 18 an hour
5: 18 an hour and you just deliver the doors and then you don't you don't have to pay for gas or anything
11: no, no, no. I mean, I'm an employee of the company, so they pay for all. Yeah, And, and you know, they uh and benefits? a lot of paid days off. Yeah, paid days off. They pay for my insurance. It's really the benefits that keep me here because I could get a job doing almost anything, making 18 bucks an hour here. But I'd rather uh, keep this job driving. You know, my life is set up in, at least until the end of your contract, Howard, and then I'm not sure what I'll do.
5: So. I feel like a lot of the guys who work for me after I retire are going to be working at that door place.
7: <laughs> you better hold on to that job.
5: because yeah. there'll
7: be some. I'm
11: commentary.
5: telling you, I, I bet you some resumes are going out right now. <laughs> I do. I do own a small company. I wonder if I Sal think... could even uh, handle a job like that. No, I don't think he could.
7: I don't think he or Richard.
5: No. Could
7: actually be. You have to be all, you, know, you have to
11: have strong muscles. You can't just be a pussy about things. Right. You have to Actually, use your muscles and your brain at the same time.
5: Fuck yeah, and you gotta be able to drive and not get in an accident and make sure you get to the delivery on time. Sure, there's, there's skills yeah. there. And a yeah, commitment. I'm on my
11: break now. I just happen to be at a store, so I just, you know, I have the few minutes all to right. actually uh There you go. Yeah, and I do some baking on the side. I sell baked goods at the farmer's market around my area. And, you know, that makes pretty decent money doing that. If I could do that. five How bake, much money can you – what, what do you it?
5: mean? You bake stuff and sell it at the farmer's market?
11: Yeah, they were looking for a baker for the farmer's market. And I've worked in a lot of restaurants. And I mean, Howard, I've been baking since I was a kid. So what I do you like, bake? I make English muffins and focaccia bread, and I make uh, little. Why, why
5: would pies. I buy English muffins from you? I would probably go to a bakery. I don't know if I would trust the guy who makes that shit. in his house. Oh my
11: god, Howard! Yeah, no, they have laws, they have rules. I have to follow. I have to make little solutions and keep my you know counters clean and dip my all my utensils in this certain little. Solution oh, you follow all that? Use. of course, Howard. I'm you know. I, you I, wear I, a hairnet? No, I'm, I shave my head. I'm a you know. Oh.
7: groom. Well, my he's hair, not cooking to, them there.
5: No, I mean, like I, I when I go to those fairs and stuff. You're
7: afraid of the food. Yeah,
5: like yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't eat any of that stuff. I, I'm just afraid that this is, you know, what do I know? It. Well, artisanal
7: the bread is a big deal.
5: Oh yeah, I never had that. <laughs> 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 wow, artisanal bread. Where do you get something like that?
3: From him. I
11: made mean, oh. artisanal bread, Robin.
5: <laughs> what do you like more, baking or delivering doors?
11: Uh well I mean as far as physically like it's really great to just drive somewhere and then you get paid to do that but it's more satisfying to bake for myself and and, and I mean honestly Howard I make the best English muffins I've ever tasted and I make really great focaccia bread that people you know I like focaccia bread and muffins and yeah especially in the mornings it's a good place for people to go if I could find five farmers markets in my area and and you know make a couple hundred bucks a day each one i just do that That'd oh can you
5: you yeah. make enough of this focaccia I bread
11: probably could but then i gotta consider that i don't have those that that paid time off i don't have the insurance i don't have the you know i'm I'm a man of stability so you know i'd rather uh be stable than take a risk and screw it up but like
5: does the board of, of health come to his house and check to see that he's following the rules i don't know
11: yeah she she actually came around to my booth uh this summer and 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 surprised me and i I had everything in order, and she, was, she even bought a few items and was, you know, she's like, this is great. She's like, this is exactly why we have these licenses, because wow. people like you can make your money, and then
5: would you happy. Would you like to be on the Bold and Beautiful?
3: <laughs>
11: I
5: mean, Howard. Hey, All right. Anyway, what can I do for you, Mike?
11: <laughs>
5: You're as good as Benji. What can I do for you, Mike?
11: Um, Well, I just, I love Benji so much, and I'm a huge fan and advocate of his. I just, I think he could have nailed the the Bold and the Beautiful better. Of course. You know, there were games Michael Jordan only scored eight points, you know what I mean? There you go. Well,
5: this guy's a Benji, uh, he's a... uh... You know, there's never Benjis, and then there's people who are afford. Well,
7: he's always Michael Jordan on a bad day, is what you're
5: saying. Right. Yeah, the best Benji's ever <laughs> been is Michael there. Jordan on a bad day. <laughs> <laughs> Howard,
7: <laughs> Howard, what
11: do you think about Billy D. Williams telling everybody that he's uh, he's uh, very fluid in his gender and that he's? I mean, do you think they back in the '70s and the '80s when he was, you know, famous for being his ladies' man, that he thought that he was? A very feminine man. I would never soul believe
5: soul. it, but uh, there you it is. got
7: to take the guy at his word. Why would he make it up? I believe him. Why and and, and by the wrong.
5: way, now that I think about it, that mustache grooming that he does, a little bit feminine.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
5: you know what I mean? He's a little involved up there. When you have that kind of uh, mustache where it's like, you know, it's it's equidistant from the bottom of your nose to the upper like, to the every upper hair lip. is in
7: place.
5: And every... It, that is... That is uh, very gender fluid, in my opinion. <laughs> Little Richard had that.
7: But I've never heard him in an interview say, well, you know, uh, himself or herself.
5: Yeah, well, he says now he's uh, gender fluid. I did read that over the weekend. And, I hey, you know what? I told you, I don't care. It's fine with me. I don't, it doesn't affect me at all.
11: Yeah. Isn't it funny how that used to be shocking news if someone came out with like that, and now you're just like, oh, another um, person coming up.
5: Didn't shock you're... me. The only thing I did was I started shock saying uh, Barbara D. Williams <laughs> <laughs> instead of Billy D. Williams. Uh, that was but my...
7: Billy can be a girl's name.
5: I use both. and uh, And, you know, in Star Wars, he always wore a cape. And I'd say, he might be gender fluid.
7: <laughs>
3: I don't know any
5: straight guys except for Zorro. And Zorro was a little, uh, I would say, gender Unless fluid. Unless you're a
7: superhero.
5: Right. Oh, you yeah. don't wear a cape. Believe me, I believe Superman is, in fact, gender fluid
3: <laughs> with that
5: outfit. Like, what dude would, like, show up? Like, if I had superpowers, I'd just wear pants. I wouldn't fucking wear, like, blue tights and, like, a bikini bottom with a big giant cape.
7: Well, what? Yeah, why are you wearing a bikini bottom? Right. when you're wearing. Tight? You're a
5: dude. Like I, I remember, like those look like Arnold Schwarzenegger's posing trunks.
7: <laughs> That's
11: aerobic outfits. How would you put the your yeah. underwear over your your tights? That's weird. It's, I
5: mean, it's like weird. Like this guy's got superpowers. Why would you have to get into a special outfit? It's well, so, you're making too much sense now. I know. And poor Billy D. Williams. You know, he's 82 years old. I mean, he wasted his whole life not being gender fluid. Now, all of a sudden, you know, he comes out. I wish he would have come out when he was 15. I feel bad for him. I'll tell you the story that had my attention over vacation. And I believe I have been saying this for a long fucking time. And no one paid attention to me. As you know, I was a judge on America's Got Talent. It was a very controversial decision on my part. Because a lot of my fans felt, oh, you know, Howard sold out. He's going on a mainstream television show and uh, being a judge. And then some of my fans thought it was a great idea because it was funny. You know, it was kind of cool to see me on a mainstream show. So it was controversial, but I went with it for four years. And uh, I made some decent coin, Robin. Yeah, I know. You know.
7: You've made a few shekels in this business. I made a
5: few coin. I made a little coin in this business. <laughs> So I went on there. I was with Howie and Heidi and Mel B, and you know, it was. A, I actually, there were aspects of it enjoy. I enjoyed the the part I didn't enjoy is it was a tremendous part of my time. I mean, a tremendous. Uh, it
7: took up your. It note. took
5: up a lot of to my time. Thank you. I'm sorry about that. But um, and I was talking to my it's wife. English out. Yeah, I know. I was talking to my <laughs> wife about that on uh, Saturday night. We went to a vegetarian restaurant. Which we, one did you go? To? It was really good. This place is called Candle. And We go to the waiter. We go. Hey, we didn't know about this place. This is great. We're going to come here all the time.
7: You're talking about Candle 79?
5: Yeah. And and the the waiter goes, oh, it's closing.
7: Yeah, at the end of the year. Yeah.
5: I finally get in on it, and it's closing. You know those people. They've cooked for you before. Oh, they have? Yeah. Well, anyway. Joy was, and Bart. I had um, wheat balls and spaghetti.
7: They do have another place on the west side. I think that's... No,
5: gone. The what? guy told me, yeah, it's completely closed up.
7: Wait a minute. Yeah. I knew Candle 79 on the east side was closing.
5: And I, we asked them, do you have anything on the west side? They go, yeah, we did, but oh, we don't have goodness. that. Oh, my goodness. I was all bummed out. But anyway. I got to
7: talk to them.
5: Yeah, I digress. Actually, J.D. had Thanksgiving dinner at the vegetarian restaurant.
7: Oh. Well, that sounds like Ooh. J.D.
5: But like, what a change in JD. This is he'll like,
7: follow that girl anywhere.
5: Oh my god, that wife has whipped him into shape.
7: It's not a whipping into shape, he's like a, your dog. <laughs> <He just laughs> yeah, not
2: completely him.
5: like that. You're like a dog, Robin says.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, know. I heard her.
5: How'd you like that vegetarian food? I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan. They
2: have a great, they do great stuff. Yeah, it was all right. I had a, a nice seitan, it was okay. A seitan.
5: Uh, who cooked oh, yeah. it? Satan? <laughs> What's a Satan?
2: <laughs> is, it, is that like a mushroom or whatever? No, it's a wheat product. Oh, that, that's right. That, okay. It's like a, a mushroom or whatever?
5: Ooh. No, Robin goes, it's a wheat product. That's, a, that's the furthest thing from a mushroom.
2: <laughs> whatever. Whatever. I, a lot of things are mushrooms and vegan, uh, so that's what I thought.
5: You liked it though.
2: Uh, yeah it's okay it was alright. okay alright. All right.
3: All
5: right. I was shocked they don't have like the um that's that new veggie burger. None of these places have it. So good.
7: I've been to a vegetarian restaurant that
5: had it. Yeah. I did I I did. Too. I did too. <laughs> Can't believe like you branched out, dude.
2: Well, I mean I had I got like turkey and stuff uh, during the day for me.
5: Oh jd and his wife watched the thanksgiving day parade balloons get blown up did you know that oh
7: they went to the park yeah and did that romantic thing well i don't know why they in went twilight
5: when my my youngest daughter was six i used to take her uh you know to watch them blow up the balloons right. the night before because it was near my apartment
7: they're the pervy adults that are there with no children <laughs> yeah yeah
5: like jd's there and he didn't even have a kid what are you doing there?
2: I mean, it was something. I guess to JD's do. the kid. <laughs> it, was, it was something to do. Neither of us thought the parade thought the parade would be too long and stuff to go through. So we thought we would check out the balloons getting blown up. I can't understand. I Neither of us
7: thought the parade would be too long to go to. That's
2: what I said. You know, you know what I meant. <laughs> know, I know.
9: I'll
5: have the seitan and I'll cook it in some now. Seitan. Yeah. I can't believe he ordered seitan. The seitan piccato. He doesn't even know what it is. Like, I got wheat balls and spaghetti because I know what that is. Wheat
11: balls. You ever eat tempeh, Howard?
5: Uh, uh,
2: my my I, wife I got so. the tempeh.
5: I think I've had tempeh. Isn't that like soy? Yeah. yeah it's in Arizona, I think.
7: <laughs>
5: I had a, it's a mushroom. I had a, a salad that was real good there too, and you know, I just I I'm oh enjoying. they
7: would make this avocado salad with mushrooms oh so good. Uh, you can have a tempa, <laughs>
9: have the <a> tempeh <laughs> and a zucchini and with a shower of the orange and jalapeno. Wow! Wow! <laughs> or whatever, you know what I mean? Jalapeno. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
7: so during the day, you had the turkey and the stuffing. Where'd you get that?
2: Uh, I ordered from this uh, place and I picked it up.
5: Uh-huh. Yeah, I won't eat a bird. I can't stand that people are cooking turkeys and, and eating birds.
7: Would you calm down? I don't like it. Would you just calm?
5: No, down? I won't calm down. I and fucking And say hate it. what
7: you do and leave people to make
5: their own choices. Fuck people. Fuck people. Fuck people <laughs> in their own choices. People have been doing that for the history of man. And look at the planet. It's a mess. They should follow me.
7: Uh, You were doing it, except for like ten minutes.
5: All right, I'm I'm evolved now. Give me some credit for evolving. (laughs) Fuck! Don't bring up that I've only been doing it for ten minutes. (laughs) Listen, I'm eating metamusic trackers. Pull
2: those birds out of your wrist, Uh, out of your fingers.
5: Now we have a beautiful bird. Like people putting pictures of the dead bird on their uh, on their Instagram. (laughs) Fuck you! It's gross. I'm I'm calling for a change.
7: You can say, you can encourage people, but when you say it the way you do, it only cements people into their position. Mm, That's all I'm
5: saying. Uh, So let me get back to America's Got Talent. Yes. So I've been saying, all right, Mike, thanks.
7: Well, hey, Howard, since you're going
11: to get into it, I don't think Jay Leno's joke was necessarily that out of bounds, considering, isn't it like a- Well, okay,
5: as long as you bring it up, I'll get to that part first.
7: Okay, you know what the joke was
5: because I heard
7: it didn't air.
5: Well, I do know the joke. Okay. Okay. You um, might just
7: put me back on hold so I can
11: listen while I'm driving, Howard.
5: <laughs> All right, I'll let I you stay on me. if you just keep quiet and let me talk.
11: I'll um, mute you so you can't hear me. I'll be quiet. I'm listening. All right.
5: All right. Let me let me set this up. All right. Okay, Gabrielle Union, whoever that is.
7: She's an actress.
5: Whatever. I never. Whatever. Heard of her. Yeah. Gabrielle. 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 A horrible name, Gabrielle. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Who can say that? <laughs> Gabrielle. You know, name my kid Gabrielle. Name no one can say. There's, there's a lot of people named Gabrielle. Gabrielle Union and Julianne Huff were dismissed or let go from America's Got Talent after this season. Now, I've said this a million times on the air. How is it that that freak, Simon Cowell, has orchestrated this? He has set it up that the men stay, no matter how old they are, no matter how fat they are, no matter how ugly they are, or no matter how talentless they are.
7: Yeah, I don't know what he considers a
5: judge-worthy person. Right. But what he manages to do on all his shows is he constantly replaces the hot chicks with hotter chicks and younger chicks, which is so obvious. And, I'm, you know, I used to say to Robin, how is he getting away? In other words, Heidi Klum, listen... She's no rocket scientist. I sat next to her. She's not the greatest judge. But she's certainly attractive. She certainly had an opinion. On what grounds did they dismiss her? But Simon, Howie, get to stay. But the three women had to go. Tyra Banks, Mel B, Heidi Klum. And they find two younger, hotter women.
7: Tyra Banks even got swept yeah, out. I didn't yeah,
5: realize there's a new guy. In I there.
7: thought that. Uh, oh yeah, that Terry guy. Terry, that's right.
5: Right.
11: And Howard Heidi's putting shit on Instagram. though. she looks as good as any thirty, thirty-five year old woman. Aren't you elder. supposed to be on mute? She's gorgeous. Yeah. <laughs> nobody said you could talk yet. You see the pictures over the weekend and the little pictures of her and Dauple I saw it. On it won't stop. <laughs> All right, I'm
5: gonna hang up on Mike. He promised me he'd keep quiet. I knew he couldn't resist. <laughs> Look, Heidi. You know, was she the greatest judge ever? No. Well, boy, is she young and attractive looking and sexy? Fuck yeah. Mel B was really good. Mel B, I thought, had great opinions. She seemed to, you know, listen, the woman's got some gravitas. She was in a hit recording group. All right. I mean, nobody likes the fucking Spice Girls, but okay. She, She certainly beat the odds in show business. And made it to the top.
7: Yeah, and on that show, that's what you need. Somebody
5: who shouldn't have made it to the top who did. Right. Exactly. <laughs> She's She is America. She's the embodiment of America's Got Talent. A semi-talented person who got all the way to the top, which is the whole show. Right? Right. Right. If anyone had more credibility than a than Mel B, I don't know who. And, you know, it was fine. I. Listen, they would come to me behind the scenes. It doesn't
7: matter who's sitting there, really.
5: When I was on there for four years, every year they came to me, they were going to fire everyone. They would say it to me. We're firing everyone. We're bringing in a whole new crew. I'd say to them, listen, I don't give a shit if you sit me next to a house plant. Who cares? The only thing I didn't like was when that Heidi would start singing. It would make me mental. Because believe it or not, I used to think about what I was going to do and what I was going to say. And she'd be singing in German or in English. And I, I said to her, please, you got to stop. And she wouldn't. And then finally, I lied to her. Uh, I used to wear an earpiece because uh, they needed one judge who could uh, listen to the uh, producers while I was actually on air live. So I lied to her. I said to her, listen, the producers are telling me, Heidi, you got to stop singing. You're messing up the audio. And she shut up. <laughs> it was the only way I get her to shut up. Like, literally, she would say, I'd be sitting there thinking, I'm like, you know, Okay. I'm almost done here. I get to go home. And all of a sudden i hear, ring, ring on bell, ring on bell, (laughs) ring, ring on bell. Um, You know, the first time I heard it, I was like, okay, this, and then every fucking break, ring on bell, ring on bell, ring on bell. And I'm like, she's got to shut the fuck up. And I asked her a couple of times to shut the fuck up. But, you know, nicely, I said, Heidi, you mind, I, i I'm trying, okay, 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 ring, ring on bell, you know, oh, and then they'd have their kids visit, Mel B and Heidi, and I'm trying, and the kids would grab my seat and sit in it, and I want to sit down, I got to kick the kids out of the seat, don't ask what was going on, but I digress, Heidi looked great on camera, and nice person too, really nice, I like her even got together with her socially a couple of times with her boyfriend at the time and same with Mel B you know and and, and they were good and it's one thing if you fire everyone but why is it always the women on that show that constantly go into rotation and I think they once asked Simon Cowell about it he goes oh you know we regularly uh, change it up it keeps the show interesting but it's only the women right in other words, I like Howie. Howie's doing a fine, serviceable job. But well, why don't they change him? And why don't they change Simon out? Why? Well,
7: Howie's sitting there saying, shut up,
5: Howard. No, I know, Howie. I don't mean to fucking ruin your gig. In fact, I even said to my wife, like, if that was my only gig, America's Got Talent, that would have been fine. The schedule would have been fine. It was just the combo of this and America's Got Talent. That was fucking too many hours. It's just too many hours of nonsense. You know what I'm saying? When I first joined, we had to travel from city to city. Uh, yeah, we would travel from city to city. And I was like, this is just so stupid. I got him to actually switch the format and do it all in New York. I couldn't take it, but I kept saying, this is a, you know, this is the ultimate example of a boys club. Two seasons in a row, the female judges being fired while Simon and Howie soldier on. But according to the article that came out in Variety, the article says Gabrielle Union want to, began to complain to H. She wanted to complain to HR over a joke guest judge Jay Leno made in a pre taped segment.
7: And I was like, "When did Jay Leno get controversial?"
5: Yeah, exactly. And and I can't believe this. Get ready, everyone. Don't fall down. I'm going to defend Jay Leno. <laughs> get ready. Jay saw a painting of Simon Cowell surrounded by his dogs. He made a joke that it looked like something one would find on the menu at a Korean restaurant, okay? Gabrielle Union says that she went immediately and said, I want to complain about this, that it's disparaging to Koreans. And uh, she wanted to make an issue out of this joke. By the way, the joke never aired. They, right. they cut it out of the show. But she claims that uh, her complaint went, I don't know, without, no one took it seriously. But they cut it out of the show. They cut it out of the show. I don't Uh,
7: think it's a very funny joke.
5: No. Well, you want to know something? Here's the point about that joke. You know, her point was, how dare you disparage uh, people of uh, South Korea? But for the record, let's let's go on record as telling people that one million dogs are still eaten annually in South Korea. And if Gabrielle Union wants to affect positive change, maybe focus on the horrors of Korean dog farms and let the old irrelevant comic live in peace. <laughs> but, I mean, a funny joke would have helped. Okay, listen, we know Jay ain't on his game. <laughs> but uh, she wants Jay beaten in the streets. I think the guy makes a point. I don't think, you know, I think if you read about what's going on in South Korea, they haven't evolved. They're still eating dog.
7: Here we go with the evolution again.
5: Evolution. They're as
7: evolved as other people who eat meat.
5: Oh, come over here now.
7: <laughs> <laughs> I haven't
5: seen you in a week. I forgot how feisty you are.
7: <laughs> I but don't what does she want with eating dogs or horses, but there are people who do it.
5: What does Gabrielle Union want them to do to Jay Leno? Take away his late night show? He doesn't have uh, one. Take
7: away his cars.
5: Oh, his old cars. <laughs> but uh, where I where I do, now she also claims that they complained about her black hairdos. She said, because I'm black, I have certain hairdos. Uh, they're saying there were times they said for continuity, they asked her to please maintain the same hairdo, that they never made any disparaging remarks about black. But forget all that. She's obviously in shock that she got fired from America's Got Talent.
7: Well, what happened with Julianne Huff?
5: Exactly. Now, Julianne Huff is saying, please don't uh, include me in this. I'm very <laughs> happy with NBC because she has a special on NBC about dancing. Oh, boy. You see? Gabrielle Union's like, I got nothing fucking going on, I guess. But... Um, all of this other stuff is nonsense to me, but Jay Leno's joke didn't air. Jay Leno's a comedian. He's trying to be funny. Uh, no harm no foul, they cut it out of the show. It wasn't a joke. And 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 by the way, there is dog eating in South Korea. I wouldn't say, you know, I mean, come on. Let's not get fucking crazy here. But where she makes a point is why was she let go?
7: Why was why were she and Julie
5: let go? Right. So there you go. Let that, that big-pitted, fat fuck, Simon Cowell, go. Right, Robin? Right. Right. <laughs> well, let's see him go through that revolving door. Right. What, why is he still there? Are he so great? I don't know. I don't watch the show anymore because I had burnout.
7: Yeah, I, I haven't seen it since you left. Yeah. So I don't know. What? People were doing
5: right, I'm not bitter or anything. I know I sound like I'm a maniac, but
7: you don't sound bitter about know. having not been on the show anymore. yeah, I'm not, but bitter. you've been bringing this up for a while that Simon stays and everybody else goes
5: right. It says here, Gabrielle was also upset Simon was smoking indoors. I get that I you know, fuck him, you smoke, go outside, like everyone else.
7: And yeah, why did they put up with that?
5: She's also upset they wouldn't keep a 10-year-old black kid that rapped on the show. Well, hey, that's just a question of talent. Not a racial issue. There's been plenty of black winners on America's Got Talent. She's got to chill a little bit on that.
7: Yeah, I mean, now we're n- n- nitpicking.
5: You want to hear from Simon at all? Ugh, do this? we
7: have to? I
5: know, no, I always get into it. But he does want to defend himself. All right. Okay, Simon, you're on.
4: Hello, Howard, it's me, Simon Cowell. Right. Happy yeah, Thanksgiving. Heidi Klum and Mel B, or as I call them, the Golden Girls.
5: <laughs> well, that's the point. I feel you like think women age out before men.
4: Heidi Klum is a sea hag. Mel B looks like Eddie Murphy when he dressed up like that granny character in The Nutty Professor.
5: Oh. Well, that's at least you're being honest. I, that's what that's I think. That's
4: not true. I think that. Oh, don't no. worry about Sharon Osbourne. She'll land on her hooves.
5: see that's how i think he you know he's like that's how he really sees women that's right that's right well thank you for being honest
4: i am thinking about hiring someone middle-aged you know like emily ratajowski or millie bobby brown (laughs) just before they turn right we already tried a withered old crone on the show you (laughs) see
7: i knew it would be down to attacks on you why do you have
5: to attack me i'm not attacking you
4: fuck off howard
5: hey fuck you simon
4: (laughs) i fired mel b so i could hire you back and fire you again (laughs) you weren't
5: fired (laughs) oh yeah well i wasn't fired dude you're well Listen, Mr. Beg for your job. Yeah, you're the one who fucking went behind my back to get that job. If I
4: get you pregnant, I swear I'll also push you down the stairs. (laughs) Deal? No deal. Ha, 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 ha. Fuck you. You You aren't
7: strong enough to get me pregnant.
4: Fuck you.
5: (laughs) Fuck you, sausage tits.
4: Fuck off, cat painter. By the
7: way, are you gender fluid?
4: <laughs> you have breasts. <laughs> yes.
5: Fuck off, nice dad jeans.
4: Fuck it, pube head.
5: Smug scrotum. Slot ass. Hedgehog hair. Shit judge. <gasps> Toddler t-shirt wearer. Captain gray pubes. Brexit balls.
4: Fuck you. Kill the <laughs> X Factor. Walking jizz mop.
5: Ugh. cheating cunt
4: oh fuck you pervy prick <laughs> sniffs his own farts a lot
5: womanizing fuck knock knock who's there
4: i fuck your wife <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
5: uh. yacht fucker
4: <laughs> wife Peter fucker pussy whipped
5: botox bitch
4: remnant rectum Pepperoni Ew. nips, matzo muncher. Oh, indoor ha, smoker. Ha 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 ha. Beth, <laughs> pity fucks you.
5: Oh bullshit.
4: I'm starting a new charity. Why fuckers without borders? Lim- ha 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 ha, ha ha ha. bird eater. Fuck you, Howard. Goodbye. Afraid to eat pussy. Yes. Jew fro. Oh.
5: Okay. Oh. <laughs> He's getting me.
7: They never talked to you about your black hair did they?
5: <laughs> no, they didn't.
4: Oh, fuck you. I oh, talked to quiet. them about
5: camera angles plenty. <laughs> All right. All right, T and Crumpet lover. Goodbye.
4: Howard. Yes. Could you marry Robin because I really want to fuck her? <laughs> yeah.
5: You want me to marry her so you can fuck her?
7: I, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm single. Course. He can't. Yeah, really it's kind of do boring when you're single,
5: me. Robin. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Plastic face douchebag. Goodbye.
4: How about you blow Fred while I bang Beth? Sound fair?
5: Yeah. Real
4: fair. That's going to
5: happen in your dreams, you asswipe. I'm not letting you on a yacht with my wife. Isn't it? You you
7: know what time it is? Botox time.
5: Yeah. Go get your Botox.
4: (laughs) Anyway, I'm going to go dress my dick up like a cat and try to get Beth to adopt me.
5: All right. Jump off a yacht.
4: It's a rescue cock.
5: (laughs) All right. I've had it with him. (laughs) He gets the better of him. his at own jokes. Yes, he does. He laughs at Isn't his own jokes. It's that
7: laugh that makes you think he won.
5: Right. He didn't win. <laughs> <laughs> I called him wife fucker. He, he <laughs> bounced right off him. But anyway, um, yeah, I mean, a lot of the shit she's saying doesn't make any sense, but it is an interesting thing to me that the women always get replaced. And I don't want to fuck up Howie's gig. I just... I I thought there'd be more complaining from Mel B and um and Heidi and Heidi after they got and, and Tyra Banks,
7: but they were. They wanna, I guess their people said put a good face on it. Say you got things to do.
5: Yeah, you don't want to <laughs> mess up with NBC. They would. So <laughs> they might take you. your back. Right.
7: You never know.
5: That's what they do. You see, they lure you in. Uh, okay, let me um, take a break here, and we'll get back. I got a ton of stuff, so we'll. I'll play you that sour shoe stuff, and I, I got a couple other things I want to share with you right after these words. I'm a loser, baby. Back, back, back yeah, back. Your boyfriend. Ron.
7: I watched that. Uh, What's that? That documentary you were talking about, where? Um, Bob Dylan's son. What's his name? Jacob Dylan. Jacob Dylan. Was oh, that good? Back to that town where all those people were living, including... Um, Crosby, Joni Mitchell, Still, Crosby, Stills Nash, and Nash. Joni
6: Mitchell. Yeah.
7: And Beck was there. He Beck. He was doing some of the songs, along with Fiona Apple, I haven't seen in a long
5: Fiona Apple was hot. She looked pretty good, too, on that special. Yeah. What happened to her? She had a career.
7: She stepped away from... I don't think she liked the limelight.
5: I like that video where she was rolling around in her panties and bra. I know.
7: That was, that was cool. Cool. during the time that she was attracting attention and then I think she said, "You know what?
5: I really don't like all this attention."
2: I like attention.
7: <laughs> you would be there with your panties and
5: bra. Oh my god, I've done that.
7: <laughs>
5: I had an underpants party, remember?
7: <laughs> yeah. That was the other thing I thought when I was watching The Man Who Killed Hitler and then Killed Bigfoot. That they used the Billy Squire song. So they're trying to bring back Billy.
5: Billy Squire, yeah. Did they use that in the movie?
7: Yeah, they uh, used one of his songs.
5: Yeah, I knew Billy for a bunch of years before he got famous. And then I ran into him uh, out east. He lives out east on Long Island. Oh, does he? Yeah. It was good to see him. We were reminiscing. Billy Squire. And then we said we're going to get together, and we never did, but, uh, you know. That's typical with you. Yeah, I mean, I, I want to get together with people, but the actual making plans. And then I go, when the day comes for me to get together with them, I'm like, oh, why did I make plans? I don't want to. But then when I see them, it's good. You know what I mean? I,
7: I, yeah, so don't you see that's just something you say?
5: Yeah, I see. I'm going to change this year. I'm waiting till January 1st, make some New and Year's And you going to
7: just flip it, right? Yeah, I'm
5: going to stay the old Howard Stern until January 1 and then flip it. <laughs> I got like it all switch. figured out. Oh, Marianne wants to say something. Hey, Marianne, what up?
8: Howard, I been. I watched it, and I saw Jay Leno, and I didn't even know what the freak he was talking about. And don't forget, they also hired fired Nick Cannon. It's a shit show, and Simon Cowell wants to control it, and I don't know what Howie Mandel has on him. His tits are bigger than mine, Howard. He's cruelest. All he does is roll his eyes. They got the worst acts that are repeated over and over again, Howard. Right. Is that show still but going on? No. It's, it's yeah, no, show. it's going on. Robin, yeah, I saw the Jay Leno episode. They stick a judge in. You know, remember how they brought a judge in when it was a fifteen-hour day? How? Thank God you got off.
5: I know. My wife said that to me. It was, yeah. I know. You know, Marianne's right. I forgot about that. There were days where, first of all, the fucking judging panel was crowded as it was. It should have just. Been, the first season I did, it was three judges, right? And I, and I enjoyed that. Then they went up to four. Okay. And I'm like, oh, this is just going to add time onto taping. And,
8: uh, you know. And then the fifth, uh, the Michael Blaze the Jay Leno's added that yeah. are clueless; They don't know what's going on. And Beth wanted you to get out of there uh, a year before. She told me how it. Really- the,
5: I can't listen to that. But, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had to play her off. But I do remember that. And then they'd go, um, this season we came up with something new. And I'm like, okay, anything that saves time. They're like, no, we're going to put a fifth judge in. On certain days. Ugh. And I go, oh my God. I go, and I call, pull the producer aside. You gotta be kidding. They go, I know, I know.
7: Stab me now.
5: Because <laughs> everyone, they edit that show down. When you were on it, they, they let everyone just talk. And everyone has diarrhea of the mouth because they want to get on. Including me. I mean, like, well, I. Everybody- Wants airtime, yeah. They're
7: not sitting there for their
5: health, right? But you have to listen to, and they drone on and on and on. And sometimes they like have the same opinion. And I go, well, now you got
7: to switch it up.
5: You now I got to come up with some new opinion. (laughs) (laughs) You know (laughs) what I mean? And and like they were all nice people. Like even like Michael Boublay, he was like a really, yeah, he was a nice guy. I mean, everyone's nice. Everyone's nice to me because they know I'll fuck with them if they (laughs) they mess with me. But uh, oh my god. The only guy who was good as guest judge, quite frankly, that I saw any relevance, was Piers Morgan, who was exceptionally opinionated. Really? Yeah, I liked him. He was a really good judge. Like, he just would be like, you are terrible, and you suck. Never been a Piers Morgan fan. I was. What does
7: he got? What right does he have to tell somebody they suck?
5: What does he do? Nothing. He sucks too, so he takes <laughs> one to no one. But uh oh, and then they invented something called the Snapple Room. That's where Howie Ugh. was allowed to run around and hide. Yeah, you're and supposed melt. to
7: go and have hijinks backstage. A
5: hijinks, I go because you're all
7: such good friends before you get fired.
5: The poor producer on the show, him said, "Listen, man, I'm not about hijinks. I don't like hijinks. I'm anti-hijinks. Just leave me out of it. Let me sit in my dressing room."
7: I know Heidi did everything she could to constantly recognize Simon's child before she
5: is that was right? Fired. Yeah, poor girl. I'm sure she's devastated. That was a good gig for her, and she loved it with the social media. She'd be, on social media, she'd start taking a camera out and start filming me. I go, honey, are you with NBC? <laughs> I-, I signed on to be f- filmed by NBC, not your your video camera on social media. I go, well, hey. That ain't for me. You know, and then, and then they'd be like, oh, Howie's going to come down dressed as a baby and jump out of a cake. I go, look, Howie's funny guy. I, I love him. Great guy. But I don't want to be there when he jumps out of a cake. But they, made, they forced me to go down there. And I'd have to sit there and they go, well, why aren't you smiling and laughing? I go, because it's not funny. <laughs> I mean, I don't even think Howie thought it was funny. Anything fun I'm not interested in. You want me to be a judge, I'll be a judge.
7: But you want to have your fun on the uh, on the show.
5: show when I'm when I'm giving my opinion.
7: If you're giving me a break, what is the snapple? Room?
5: Uh, so, well, what what we're going to do? How he's going to jump out from behind a couch and throw water on you? <laughs> I go. Well, he can, but I'm also going to punch him in the face.
7: <laughs> See, that was a show I'd love to tune into.
5: How he's going to fling his own feces on you? Really? Yeah. And then he's going to go light Heidi and Mel on fire. Okay. What? Why can he do that? It, Cause it's the snapple room where fun happens. Oh, in the snapple room, Howie's allowed to fling his feces on me. That's right. <laughs> I go, okay. I'm not going to the snapple room.
7: You know, how, how, um, Howie lit up when they told him about this. Oh my room.
5: God. Makeup, outfits, hijinks, not my thing. Howie's going to, um, Detonate a suicide vest in the snapple room. Oh, really? Yeah. It's our commentary on what's going on in the world. How he's going to blow himself up. Yeah, he's going to take you out with him.
7: Yeah, your <laughs> hearing will be gone. You won't be able to hear the act.
5: How he's going to throw you into a rattlesnake pit in the snapple room. Oh, okay. Oh, when they would come to me with the snapple room, I'd go, guys, I just didn't sign on for a snapple room. <laughs> How he's going to toss you into a volcano. And then sing. Yeah. When they brought in the fifth judge, I thought I was going to pull my hair out. Howie's going to go in the Snapple room and draw a picture of Muhammad, the prophet. And then um, we're going to let in some uh, jihadists. (laughs) See what happens. Oh, okay. I thought I was here to judge a talent show. It's demeaning. Like, you don't see that on The Voice. Or any of these. You know, no, you know,
7: the hijinks are right there.
5: Right. Like, like, just put me on the set and let me get my opinion and then go home.
7: But there's portions of the voice you'd hate. Like when you actually have to go and
5: coach this. Yeah, people. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I won't coach them. I'll be like, you know what? You want to be a star? Figure it out for yourself. But they don't have a Snapple room.
7: (laughs) No, because they got that other room. The room you have to go into with the person and tell them how to sing a song.
5: Uh, We want you to go to the Snapple room. It'll take 10 minutes. Uh, Howie's going to chase you with a real chainsaw. Don't worry. We have it all worked out. Okay. (laughs) Howie's going to glue your dick hole shut in the Snapple room for, (laughs) for laughs. Okay. Then when you pee, it'll go out both sides. Gotcha. Yeah, it was time for me to go. It was time for me to go probably after the second season.
7: Yeah, how come Howie was always doing something to somebody? else? <laughs> yeah,
5: I don't know. Howie's going to get a bunch of disabled kids into the Snapple room and tip them out of their wheelchairs. And I don't me- know. Yeah.
7: I don't know if there's a Snapple room now.
5: I don't know. I don't because know because
7: if there is, I mean, the only thing I ever really saw was Simon sitting in there playing with his son.
5: No, it was uh, it was like one of their birthdays, like Melby or Heidi, and Howie was wheeled in in a. I remember one very distinctly being Howie being wheeled in in a cake,
3: <laughs>
5: <laughs> and then he pops out, and I was supposed to do something, and I wouldn't do it. I just wouldn't do it. There's a lot of this shit never stops. What was I thinking about? I wanted to tell you about. It. I was thinking about it on vacation. I was talking to Gary and he has a better memory of it than me, but
7: Gary, can you remind him? Refresh his memory.
5: <coughs> I'm trying to sleep. <coughs> <coughs> what was I talking to you about with um Remember we were talking about Oh, I know what it is. This set me off. So ESPN, you know what ESPN is?
7: Yes, the sports channel.
5: Yeah. Well, everybody was plugging, uh, Disney plus. Disney plus is a new streaming service from Disney, but it's so obvious. And it got, it set me off because I'll play you some tape of that. Like all the hosts have to mention Disney plus in a creative way.
7: Doesn't Disney own them?
5: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But they think we're idiots, you know?
7: They don't tell you that.
5: I just hate when things are obviously promoted. Like, I'll get annoyed with a product even before it's out. You know?
7: Yeah, why would these sports people be talking about Disney Plus?
5: Well, because uh, they probably forced them to.
7: No, but I'm saying it wouldn't come up naturally in their conversation. Oh,
5: to, to hear them talk, it's because it's awesome. <laughs> Here, there's a, listen to this. There was a huge advertising push, especially on Disney-owned channels like ESPN. And in the days leading up to the Disney Plus launch, ESPN hosts plugged the app constantly. Some of the promos seemed like kind of shoehorned in. Just listen. Wait. One. Here we I was going
7: to say, I'm not going to understand that one.
5: Oh, you will.
12: <laughs> now, before we bring in Stephen A., as you have most likely heard, today is a huge day for us at the company. Disney Plus is finally here. But what you may not know...
8: But what you may not know is that it'll include The Simpsons with over 30 seasons. Wow. All right, oh so, Dan, God.
7: you may have heard that Disney Plus is out today. So... You and the rest of us can watch the movie The Incredibles as often as we want and with that theme in mind, The Incredibles. Who are your Incredibles from the quarterback world after week 10? Uh Carrie, this is not
4: breaking news. Disney Plus is here today. But this is somewhat interesting. It's going to include The Simpsons, which I mean this is a trust- You got
5: to hear this. When we worked at K-Rock, there was a time and Gary reminded me of this. They came to us. And all of the disc jockeys had to promote Roadrunner. Remember Roadrunner was like some kind of new internet service?
7: Yes, yes, some kind of it was, search it, engine.
5: It was, it was, no, it was Time Warner's high speed internet service. It was a big deal. Oh. And you had to do this kind of thing. Like you had to go, you know, Robin. Bring it into your conversation. Yeah. And, and, and I just told him no. Well, there's a great moment. I don't even remember this. Like Tom came to us, Gary, and said, uh, Howard, you've got to say Roadrunner. I was in a meeting with
9: like some bigwigs and they had sold this thing across the entire country, every jock. <laughs> so like Julie Slater would be on in the middle of the day and she would go, hey, I'm going to check the temperature right now. I'm just over here looking on Roadrunner and, and I see it's 63 degrees or I wonder what the score is of Monday Night Football is. I, Let me just look up Roadrunner. So hmm. I was in this meeting and they were saying like everybody had to do it. And I'm thinking in the back of my head, this not only something Howard's going to do. Right. So Tom comes in one morning and he tells you about it. You go, I'm not doing that. <laughs> and Tom just put his head down and walked out completely defeated.
5: Yeah. I, I mean, you don't think my audience would have thought I was the biggest douchebag if I'm like, Hey, man, I, I got to go check Roadrunner. I mean, why would it sound like an idiot? But see, I think here's these guys the think of a million different ways to ruin your career. Like, I mean, I know the 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 guys on ESPN don't have enough clout to stand up to their Disney bosses. And uh but Jesus Christ, they they don't get it. it, it the audience thinks you're a shill and a shit if you do that.
9: I think that they sold this thing for a lot of money under the idea that you were going to do it. And I think somebody had to go back to them and really eat some shit. Well,
7: that's what I was thinking. That this was a sale. It was a total sale. By
5: yeah. the way, as it was, they were running 57 commercials an hour. On our show. Wasn't that enough? I mean, they ruined the show as it was. You could hardly get our show. There was so many commercials. And then they're going to have me, when I finally get back on the air, go, hey, I'm checking my Roadrunner. <laughs> First of all, nobody's checking their Roadrunner. Nobody got Roadrunner. Nobody gives a shit about Roadrunner. Nobody yeah, cares Google how I get. Google didn't
7: have to pay for that. Right. People just started saying it. Why
5: would my audience care how I came up with the weather? <laughs> I'm going to go check my Roadrunner. It's just for jive all those
9: people who couldn't fight back had to do it. It was, it was painful to watch. Did you hear about Ruder?
5: I mean, what? Oh, it's painful to be. I'm a...
7: so excited.
5: I know. <laughs> Here, listen I can watch to this. The uh, the Spanish speaking station, ESPN Deportes, also promoted the app. Here you go. You ready? You'll like this.
10: Bueno, mala idea, Hercules Gomez. Mañana
4: se lanza Disney Plus uh uh-huh. Buenísima
6: idea. ...in la que ustedes van a poder <laughs> ver todo el
5: contenido obviamente de Disney, de Star Wars, Marvel, Marvel, National Geographic, Los Simpsons. La, 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 Disney... Disney Plus. Na, 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 Simpsons. Los Simpsons. Na, 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 Disney Plus. Star Wars. Star Wars. Marvel? Your toy fell out. <laughs> they just fuck with talent and make them do the dumbest shit. What was that
9: you were telling me they made me do? This you didn't even know
5: about. What this was I this? just told you
9: about. So, there was a liquor company that came to us. I wish I could remember who it was. And they had created a word. It was a word that didn't exist. It was a made up word. That was here? It was here. Yeah. The word was farfoof. Farfoof? Farfoof.
5: Okay. Good thing they didn't tell me and about they this. They
9: were gonna, they were gonna pay. At, I believe it was at least a million dollars, and the premise was for three months you were just supposed to weave the word into the fabric of the show. Like
7: now you're supposed to far do f-
9: that? like far far f- Gary, you're f- such f- a farfoo. Like I would f- say,
5: in other words, I would make the word farfoo cool. Yeah, Gary, you really farfoofed that one. You farfooed far that. Foo yeah. Benji's far, a real farfoof. Far, far, exactly. And you're supposed to oh, do it.
7: And then it. people would say, what is that?
9: And then that's when the ad campaign starts, Robin. <laughs>
5: and then I really look like a tool. <laughs> right. Fuck. Like farfoof instead of hey now. I guess. Farfoof. They never said
9: what it meant. The whole idea was it's a, it's a word that can mean anything. How uh, hey could do anything with it.
5: God, I would be such a dick.
9: That one never got to you, by the way. So the, the system does work.
5: Yeah. Can you imagine? And then Robin looking at me with disdain. (laughs) Robin, farfoof. It's not even a funny word. No. Farfoof.
7: What are you doing over there? We got plenty of good words.
5: How far up the chain did that get? Far enough. Yeah.
9: I mean, it got to, uh, it got to me.
5: Oh, wow. You know, like
9: it got through all the salespeople and then we were like, you know, a bunch of us were like, that's just not going to, he's not going to do that.
5: Hey, Robin, why don't you get over here and let me lick your farfoof. <laughs>
9: In fact, I'm want I, I actually wonder.
5: Asterisks is a good one.
7: It's it not ma- even a cool word. Why it's wouldn't like, we
5: just, why wouldn't we take. Ridiculous. If we want to get a million dollars, why don't they just come to me and let me come up with it? Because here's what I would have said. I would have said to him, fuck farfoof. Ronnie said ashtreaks. Yeah. Ashtreaks. We'll sell him that word. We're already we're already down the pike with that one.
9: I think the premise was that they can't use asterisks in the yeah. TV ads that they run oh, I outside of here.
7: Yeah, but we there's a lot of 69. stuff that doesn't have asterisks
9: in it. I think this got yeah. to your agent by the way. I think it made it as far as your agent. New Asterisks
5: Whiskey. Asterisks. <laughs> asterisks. Asterisks.
9: Do you want to do?
5: Do. We could have sold you do. do. Do instead of dude. Asterisks, do. Do do that would work
7: i'm telling you
5: do no hey, listen to this during some college basketball games airing on espn the announcers spent more time talking about disney plus <laughs> than doing the play by play it's it's a welcome relief the simpsons to the i mean but how great is it going to be to stream that stuff oh, i'll no, never have a boring flight again no ever get all ever. Of star wars get all of marvel
2: i like national geographic yeah too. i'm big on that it's great fabulous series here's the back door the rebound. Backed
5: And you know who downloaded the app today and has been using it ever since? This guy right here, the Billis And here's the proof. I downloaded it on my phone. It is excellent. I've already watched Saving Mr. Banks. Have you seen Saving Mr. I Banks? I have not. you ever watched The Simpsons? I do. I love The Simpsons. I, I think The Simpsons is one no. of the great shows of all time. And uh, so it's already... That's already been streaming on my phone, <laughs> and they act like they this invented streaming the too. Like, it's the unbelievable. and they
7: had trouble getting The Simpsons before. Yeah, <laughs> right.
5: Or give I, a like, shit I want what to see watch. the fucking <laughs> Simpsons. Yeah,
9: like we give a shit what they're watching.
5: Please, they're a bunch of farfoof assholes. Ass <laughs> far-foo. ashtricks. I gotta tell y'all, it's fabulous. This Disney Plus uh, is just unreal. Could, I just what? What was the movie you watched? Saving Mr. Banks. Saving Have you ever seen have Saving ever Mr. Banks? That? Have you ever heard of
9: that? <laughs> what is that? It's a, actually a really good movie. It's a Tom, Tom Hanks. Hanks movie. It's about no. uh, Walt Disney getting the woman who wrote Mary Poppins to make it into a movie. It yeah. is good. Yeah. It
7: is a very good movie, but I don't know if you want to see it in the middle of a basketball no, game. I,
5: I saw I saw it on my phone, Robin. <laughs> <laughs> I just downloaded it, and I and The Simpsons. Have you heard that? This is one of the greatest shows of all time. That's right. And I'm going to check my Roadrunner right now. (laughs) Roadrunner. What happened to Roadrunner? Is it still around?
7: Nothing happened to Roadrunner. No,
9: now it's just called high-speed internet. Right.
5: Here's one more. The ESPN radio show, Golic and Wingo. Mike Golic. Mike Golic and Wingo pushed the app hard. They were talking it up and playing Disney songs throughout their show. Oh, my
7: goodness.
5: Felt like a full-on infomercial. Everyone trying to make sure. Did they
7: really tell them they had to work this
5: hard? Probably not. They're, good. They're just trying to get ahead uh,
6: of this guy. An absolute masterpiece. Let it go, let it go. Wow. If you thought the 49ers were going to go undefeated, just let it go. It's not going to happen. It's Gullick and Wingo on ESPN Radio, ESPN News. Jason fits in for Trey Wingo. Sit with Mike Golick, Mike Golick Jr. Just buckle up. D- Disney Plus is today. Today is the launch day for Disney Plus. There's going to be so much. I mean, okay. I've been singing Disney show tunes all morning. Really? It never had a friend like me. <laughs> it's Golick and Wingo on ESPN Radio, ESPN 2. Jason fits in for Trey. Sit with Mike Golik. Mike Golick Jr. Y'all ain't never had a friend like me. Wow. These guys are all in. They must be getting a bonus. You can spend all weekend wishing upon a star and maybe not get a game as good as we got <laughs> last night. These things are just—they're not, not going to stop. Oh wow! Barfum. It's cool. on ESPN Radio and ESPN News. Jason fits in for Trey sitting next to Mike Golick, and Mike Golick Jr. is actually thumping his chest. It's the launch of Disney Plus, so we are just openly shilling everybody to remind that you can just—you can go out now, get Disney Plus, sign up today. Wow. My goodness.
7: At least he owned up to what he was doing. Right.
6: That's
5: shameless promotion. It's, it's, oh, by the way, go buy my book, Howard Stern Comes Again, uh, Christmas Gifts. <laughs> farfoof. Did they really want me
9: to say farfoof? Oh, it was a whole discussion. Wow. It got, it got far enough to like.
5: But I've never heard that farfoof ever on any other shows or anything. I wonder if they were
9: banking on you and if once
5: you said you wouldn't do it, it got scrapped. See? I stand up to management. Protecting the integrity of the show, Robin,
7: and and the industry, apparently.
5: Right. Have you heard of mumble rap? Jason's into rap, and he told me about this, and he says he likes it. I cool. this is. I'm telling you. Man, I think we talked about this. Did once we? before? Listen to this guy. He's mum. It's mumble rap, and it sells. And I think I can do this. I said it. Why word.
7: nigger is a word that comes out clean? It doesn't get
5: wrong. well because you know it's outrageous. That the, the but rap it's guy,
7: mumble rap.
5: <laughs> I know, but the N word always comes out clearly in this mumble rap. <laughs> the N word always powers through. <laughs> it's like far food. There's just, no
7: mumbling that right. word. No.
2: That's, just, just, my just, <laughs> that's, my that's real stuff. That's
5: just, I mean, people are buying it, it or something.
7: Yeah, we've we've highlighted that before. I'm not surprised.
5: It's growing. We did produce some of our own mumble rap. Yeah, using uh, JD, who's the top mumbler in the country, <laughs> Asian Pete, and uh, former boxer uh, Leon Spinks. Wow. Um, some of the great mumblers. Yeah, and I'm telling you, I think I really—I'm not making a joke. I think this is as good as what we just heard. Woo. Here's a JD's mumble rap.
2: <laughs> hey! so I, that's, hey, that's, um, yeah. yeah, I, I, I hope you didn't. Uh, what do you think? Uh, I love uh, it. Look at jerk off. no N word by the way. It's, 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 See, we I, could go I, mainstream. We, we
5: could like it, cross yeah. over. Uh, here's Whackpacker Asian Pete mumble rapping, and I kind of like this too.
3: Get into it. <laughs> I mean, it's good.
5: And what's nice is he broke the glass ceiling for uh, Asian rappers, in my opinion.
4: The glass ceiling has never been broken.
5: There it is. What do you think of that? Seriously.
7: It sounds fine to me. It's actually better.
5: Might be too good. I'll play you the Leon Spinks one. And don't forget, Leon took a lot of shots to the head during his boxing career. So, you know, lighten up. I definitely could fuck to this. I'm thinking of releasing this, actually. What do you think? Why not? It's mumble rap. And all this fake mumble rap songs uh, inspired us to make a full-length mumble rap track. (laughs) I should now present this to the world. This is the world premiere of Mumble in the Jungle, our new song performed by Lil' Leon Spinks, featuring J.D. the Badass and Lil' Asian Pete. And in honor of uh, Robin, I put her in the background vocal. I want to know what you think.
1: Hey, yo, I got to know, tell me so.
2: she didn't uh hey yeah that's I, I, that, whatever uh uh <laughs> rando it's not it's not alif <laughs> no, i don't, no, there is no least fly home boogie boogie wow rhythm of the boogie the beat Wait, <laughs> uh, uh.
5: i think leon sound See this in a strip club. <laughs> Asian
2: Pete, yeah. Rob. Yeah, I, really
9: I really
3: like his mouth. I bitch. Yeah. Wa my I wanna smoke a blunt.
1: I gotta say about it, me off. Awesome.
5: Yeah. Hey, wait, wait. Hey, 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 hey. I got to know. Tell me so. wanna get to your part? Or you don't care?
3: I'm enjoying that. Why do
5: you have to rush
1: it? Alright, I'll let go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say I'm a bully now.
4: you want to buy this just send
1: me some money i
9: was gonna say where can we
1: release
5: do we have a hit on our hands or
7: i think so
5: if this company just by pandora we don't put it up on there yeah it's a farfou.
7: I'm telling you, we could have our own Mumble Channel.
5: <laughs> it's going to be Ronnie's wedding song. You told me he thinks he, <laughs> he likes it that much. Yeah. I'm clear it with his fiance. Uh. Yeah. Hey Brian, what up?
0: Hey uh, Howard, what do you listen to when you're fucking?
5: Nothing. Just me.
0: That's just just you.
5: No
6: just music. We just do it.
7: You don't ever have one of those nights where you're, you know, having a date night or something, sipping wine or whatever, and you put on, you know, there's music on because you're. No,
5: we like to get over fast. Oh, no distractions. (laughs) I have to concentrate what I'm doing.
4: Get in, get out.
5: Get in get out. That's what my wife like. She don't want me up there like carrying on like a maniac her. here. Here.
7: Come on. I bet she would like a nice romantic night.
5: Once she finishes weeping, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> I get I climb right off her. Now we do we we get our business over with quickly. There's no uh, messing around. Is the TV still on? Sometimes just for lighting. <laughs> we use it as like a
0: do you get harder when you're watching like The Bachelor? Does that turn you on a little bit more? No,
5: I just have to look a little bit longer. Like over vacation, we went down to Florida, and my wife was in a bathing suit, and that got me amped up. And I went, "Don't wear that suit if you don't want me to be sexually active." Right? And she was like, "Oh no!" <laughs> and then I went, "Come on, let's go." And then we marched right into the bedroom. No music. No, no music. No bing, mood. bang, boom, and then we're right back out by the pool in, <laughs> in ten minutes. <laughs> And she has her safe yeah. word. It. It's foof. Uh, <laughs> Try it out. Yeah. All right.
7: Yeah.
3: Yeah, Thanks, our buddy. sex
5: life is uh, fine. You know, we 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 do it, and um,
7: but you never make a big production out of it.
5: No, it's obnoxious. <laughs> like there's sometimes I think I would like to see Beth in like one of those like schoolgirl outfits. You know what I mean? Or
7: no role playing, no nothing.
5: Nothing nothing (laughs) there's nothing it's just like we just do it and you know what it's good i got no complaints it's beautiful i give uh beth that piece of wood that you bite down on you know when they used to amputate (laughs) people's arms they did they did (laughs) The bite block i go here honey you bite down on this i um you know since i've been doing peloton i think i'm better in bed i have more stamina
2: oh really
5: yeah like my Like, I'm able to give it to you hard, (laughs) Rob, if you would like it. I'm i able to, like, kind of move pretty rapidly. Hold out a little longer? Uh, No, not really. That doesn't affect that. Yeah, I mean, I'm doing pretty good in that department. You know, one of the nice things about being in a relationship in a while, I seem to calm down (laughs) and I can satisfy you for, like, three minutes. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like it's not over in a second.
7: That's why I thought maybe you'd want to do a little build up before you get to the act.
5: I know. <laughs> last may last. A little Beth longer. doesn't want build up. <laughs> like I, I tried. And she doesn't want it. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I'm really religious about the peloton. Like I'll say to my wife, "Today's my peloton day," and I got to go do it. <laughs> Don't get between me and my peloton. Yeah, I do it. I did it all vacation. With my instructor, Jen Sherman. Only Jen now? Only her. That's the only one I want. And she does different classes. You don't watch the same yeah, class no, over I've done some of her classes twice. Oh, really? Yeah, because she hasn't done that. But like, sometimes, some days I only do a 15-minute class, and she's only done a few of those. So. I see. But I like her. And even my wife noticed. You know, she was like, hey, you're not as out of breath. Because, you know, my wife's considerably younger than me, and... She wants a guy, you know, she doesn't want some guy moving slow, right? You, you like it hard, right? Robin? You
7: know, what? I was thinking about yeah. you because thank you. When you're young, you can do anything you want.
5: Yeah. Somehow I was locked out of that agreement. So <laughs> no,
7: no, 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 no. I'm just saying anything you want. If you wanted to walk down the street with a walking stick, right? And you were 25, you'd think nothing of it, right? Now you think something of it when you pick up a walking stick. I, I
5: can't use this. You know, I bought a walking stick. You know that? Can <laughs> I, Did I know. tell you that? Yeah, my wife won't let me use it. <laughs> I get really nervous on the ice. Like, I thought it was going to be icy this morning in right. New York because they were saying that overnight it was going to. Everybody
7: was uh, scaring us. Yes.
5: So I put on my special. I have these boots that's supposed to cling. I'm wearing those now. Uh huh. And I bought this walking stick because it. it you can't fall on the ice. And I thought that's pretty cool. And it doesn't even look like, it's not even like a cane. It's like a, it's like what guys use in the Alps when they walk around on ice. I don't know what that is. It's my wife goes, did you buy a cane? I go, honey, (laughs) it's not a cane. It's a walking stick. And she goes, it's a fucking cane. You're not using that. You're yeah,
7: because I was looking at these really neat walking sticks, and I was like, oh, how to get Howard one of these.
5: Oh, I got plenty of And
7: them. then I said, nah, he will never
5: be able to use it. I'll use it. Beth won't let me. She shamed me. <laughs> Fred, you want to buy a walking stick? I've got two of them. Oh, wow. Yeah. An ice grip cane attachment. Yeah, that's yeah. what I have, ice yeah. grip. And I'm like, you know what? That's a cane. <laughs> it's a walking stick. Now you sound like Beth. <laughs> it's a cane. No. Kane cane is like a wooden thing that doesn't have a grip. It has a grip on it.
7: Uh, cane has a grip.
5: I just don't well, want to go down on the ice. Anyway. You should see me on the ice. It's like I'm so nervous. Everybody else is walking and I'm like, like <laughs> shuffling. I just don't want to hurt myself. You don't want to fall. I don't. What am I, an asshole? God forbid you should break a hip. Yeah, I don't want that. But everybody else seems to negotiate the ice just fine.
7: Not everybody. I
5: don't know. Remember
7: that little old lady we saw fall on the ice?
5: Yeah, well. <laughs> I mean, is that what I am? I think it's cuz I'm tall. I'm six five and it's just difficult to negotiate. Your center of gravity's high. There you go.
3: Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
5: I want to get those uh, like those trekking poles.
7: Like the the ones that the alpine skiers yeah. use.
5: Yeah, why can't I use those?
7: why not
5: i don't know that seems to think it's like over if i start that
7: (laughs) but if you were 25 she wouldn't say anything
5: yeah it would be like a cool thing yeah yeah i don't know i guess she thinks like i'm giving into something silly
7: but
5: i don't know i'm nervous on the ice i'm sorry i want to just move down to florida anyway
7: I know. And I'm blaming you for the bad weather because every time you come back, you get the crow about how great it was yeah. down there.
5: It was, it was like 79 degrees every day. <laughs> so nice. And you come back here and it's freezing. And now they're talking about snow later today. Oh,
7: yeah. The very, I, probably was the day you came back was one of the coldest days. It had been yeah. okay. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it was really cold.
5: Right. Hey, Jeff, what's up?
7: Hey,
1: Harry, I was watching, you know, game shows yesterday. Okay. You're kidding. No. Fascinating. um, Yeah, I was watching um, a show called the um, game show, Hollywood Squares Hour. Do you remember that?
3: Huh?
5: Robin, you know, I resent Robin. She's always accusing you of not being interesting. (laughs) And she's got some nerve. That was fascinating.
1: Do you remember that? The
5: the game show Hollywood Squares? Of course I remember it.
1: No, it was a combo. No, it was a, it was an hour show. It was called um, the game show Hollywood Squares Hour.
5: The remember game show that? Hollywood Squares was, in other words, they did an hour of Hollywood Squares. No,
1: they did a half hour of the game show. What then game they show? they moved in the top row. What's the game show? And then they named it. Then they played Hollywood Squares. That was the name of
5: it. The game show? And what is the game show?
1: It was Eugene Mayburn. Are you talking about the match game? Yeah, it was... It What the, the fuck is game. wrong with you? It was the match game. How out does this guy's brain way. work? Not well. The match game, Hollywood with- about that. was my bad.
5: So let me Man get this straight. Came. You watched TV yesterday and you saw a, an, an hour of the match game in Hollywood Squares. Yeah, yeah. How can you not get that question out right?
1: Uh, uh, I Fucked up. My bad.
7: Uh, you called specifically to tell us about. He
5: said, like, "Do you hear? Uh, this is a game show, Hollywood. The game show Hollywood Absolutely Squares right. hour." And I'm like, "What the fuck is yeah. he talking about? He's talking about the match game Do in the you Hollywood remember Squares." Remember seeing it though. I remember the match game, and I remember Hollywood Square. You don't remember
7: the hour?
1: <laughs> I don't remember the hour, no. Oh, it was fucking fascinating. Was uh, okay. Gene Mayburn. Okay.
5: Bowser. Bowser, right. Gotcha.
1: Was the announcer for the Hollywood Square. And I saw an old episode of the match game.
3: God.
5: I mean, the place okay. is great. Oh, right. Thanks. All right, he later. Was, oh, fuck him. Fucking guy, man. The match game Hollywood Squares Hour, around from 1983 to 84, it was on for one year. It was probably so bad. Most game shows, like, go on for a while. I guess, like, the Hollywood Squares went on forever. Match game went on forever. But they combined them, and it bombed. <laughs> and that's what he's watching, and I have to figure it out. It, it took was
1: me... fascinating. It's ten
5: minutes of fucking math. And he called... <laughs> then he gets the name of it wrong.
7: Yeah, you're trying to figure out the game show. What are you talking about?
5: You're right. He's terrible. Hey, Joe.
0: Hey, Howard, big fan, big fan. Hey, uh, just wanted to get back to that rap song you
11: played. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I was hoping Thank you could commission. Maybe you can commission like a cartoon video of that and put it on the app. I think it'd be one of the highest yeah, well, we're uh you know
5: We're probably going to release that on uh, Pandora.
0: Yeah, awesome. And another thing, I, I wonder if John Barbados makes some uh, snowshoes for you. I think he, <laughs> that would be very
11: fashionable.
5: No, in fact, he doesn't. He
7: walk run. Oh, he doesn't. Uh, well, maybe you can call him. I mean, you, you no, wear I'll, a lot. No, I'll of- get him right oh. on. Yeah, and also like that walking stick.
5: <laughs> yeah, maybe he can make a cool walking stick, like the Stones use.
7: There you go. Hey,
3: be Rich. like
5: uh, Gandalf. With well, well, how does like how does like Mick Jagger walk through the snow? He doesn't. Yes someone carrying it. <laughs> hey, Rich, what up?
8: What's he saying? Oh, boy, me? oh boy, this is
7: like Benji's Periscope. Yeah, It's
5: pretty cool. <laughs> it's like mumble rap, isn't it? We've got another hit on our hands. Yeah, dude, I don't know what you're calling in on, but it ain't a phone. <laughs> oh, man. Oh shit! We can't understand. Try it again. It's fascinating.
8: A swimsuit. It's not. It's not a suit. It's
3: trunks.
5: <laughs> really? I like this. Can you rap over this, please? No, I can't. I can't hear it. What's he saying? Do you think? That's a he good said game something show.
7: about us. It's not a swimsuit. It's trunks. I got that much.
5: Would you say he's foofing? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's,
7: it's not. It's not a bathing suit. Oh, a, a bathing suit.
5: What's not a yes. bathing suit? I
7: don't know. A, a, you're not taking a bath. You do to take a. Bath.
5: Is he, or, is he arguing bath. that I said bathing suit? Yes. And...
7: But you were talking about Beth's bathing suit. Any, any, it's
5: not. When Beth not puts on a, a bikini, bath. I get erections. That's what I was referring to. And then it has to be satisfied. So it's
7: not a bathing suit, according. To
5: right. This guy. It's a because you bathe in a bathtub. This guy's out of his fucking mind. What? A, what? A, what a mumbly, garbled piece of garbage. It's Howard. It's not a bathing suit. It's a. It's a. It's a. What is it?
7: He said it was trunks, but trunk. you were talking about bath.
5: <sighs> what, a, what a waste of time. This whole show is a waste of time.
7: You really spent a lot of time thinking about that, did you? I, I have every time I ever am a bathing suit.
5: I could make a good <laughs> argument that this whole show has been a waste of time today.
2: What is, what is going on here? What
5: is exactly it? what is going on
7: here? Swim swim trunks. Did you understand what he was saying?
5: Yes. Then it worked. You don't know that it's called a bathing suit. Bathing is, a, a bathing is 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 the same as going in the ocean that you bathe. It's bathing. And I know going in a bathtub is also bathing. But why Deal would you call, with it. Why would you call in about it, a dumb thing like that?
8: How dare you?
5: Because you called it a bathing suit. Yeah, because it is a bathing suit, you fucking moron.
8: You're not taking a bath. It was
5: bathing. It was yeah, bathing. You know what? You're a regular George Carlin, the way you take the English language and dismantle That's it. That's right. Hey, why do they call it a bathing suit? You're not taking a bath.
8: Shit, piss, fuck,
5: Fucking shit. weirdo.
8: Dime suck.
5: You're not funny. That's not an observational thing, what you just observed. Okay. Why do they call it a bathing suit? You should do stand up, Rich. Ship piss
1: fuck suck, toxic Yeah,
5: Alright. Fuck off. Do- fuck you! Douchebag. Pat it with people. Wish people could be more like me, it makes sense. Everyone should be trying to be like me. What? Why, why do you? Why do you park on a driveway and drive on a parkway? That's what Rich is going for. You know, right? You called it a bathing suit. I know. I'll call in and fuck the whole show up. Yes, Adam. We should probably break into. into, into, into do I have to break for news? You do. Oh, I do. All right. All right, Adam. You're the last call.
0: Call. Hello. How, oh, I I hope I'm not too late on this subject. I cannot believe what a jackass Jeff the Drunk is. Um, match game Hollywood Squares Hour was one of the worst goddamn shows ever made in the history of game shows. And the fact that I actually watched it the other day, I can't decide whose life is more pathetic. Mine well, you, was, you want to know something? Yeah. At
5: least you I can talk to. So why, why is it bad when they combine them into an hour? In other words, the match game's good, and so is Hollywood Squares.
0: It was the execution of the whole thing that was the problem. They brought out match game. First of all, Gene Rayburn was dragged in, kicking and screaming. He did not want to do it. John Bauman from uh, Shauna Na Bowser, he was of the worst game, shows I've ever, uh, game show hosts I've ever seen. So the show starts off. It's match game. The winner of that goes on to play. Uh, the, the winner from yesterday's Hollywood Squares. It's too hour. convoluted.
5: And, right. And, 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 and Bowser it, was the right. game show host? Excuse me? Bowser was the game show host. Yes, Bowser was
0: the game show hmm. host, and he was awful. <laughs> I mean, Gene, Gene Rayburn, you know. I mean, I know how much you love Gene Rayburn.
3: Love
5: you that guy, like
0: him. And, and he was awesome, but you could tell he didn't want to be there. the uh, the, the stars in match game, uh, sorry, excuse me, in Hollywood. All right, I got special. it. Thanks,
5: Adam. I don't want to. I don't want to get more down this rabbit hole. I don't want to. T- I don't want to talk about it in the first place. All right, so Robin, here is the summation. It didn't work.
7: No, it Combine, lasted a year.
5: Combining match game with Hollywood Squares didn't work,
7: but Jeff thought it was a perfect topic.
5: He thought it was fascinating. Hmm. I probably should just break, and we should. You go to would news. just
7: jump right on that
5: and have lots to say, really good. or however you do that impression. <laughs> wow, what was this show today? It was Benji and? I don't know. I guess we had a few laughs, but.
8: Hey, you shouldn't be in here. We just shut the ventilation system. <laughs> you need to go. Help.
5: Benji on the uh, on Benji, bold and beautiful. Great acting on bold and beautiful. <laughs> Can you believe that's what aired? Like the guy actually, like you can't even understand what he's saying.
8: Hey, you shouldn't be in here. We just
5: shut the ventilation system. I... You need to go. Wow, what a waste of time that was. All right, I think I should just break, and then we'll do the news and and go home. We'll do a better job tomorrow.
7: Yeah, we'll try to recover from it.
5: Yeah, ah! shows you how unimportant Benji's role was on that soap opera. Like they literally just left it, so you couldn't understand him. It didn't matter what he was saying; he was just like. <laughs> Let me tell you,
7: Howard. <laughs> I used to watch soap operas. Yeah. I've never seen...
5: A performance that like that, right? Like that. Where you can't understand them? No. And, and and the fact that you can't... Like, they didn't... I wonder if they put subtitles like he was speaking Spanish <laughs> or something. You know what I mean?
7: But it was an unimportant ah. non-role. And so they said, just let it
5: go. He couldn't do it. He just had to turn to the woman. And go, like, hey, um, you can't be in here, ma'am. We're about to, you know, there's poisonous gas. It's dangerous. You have to leave.
7: You couldn't do it. We're turning off the ventilation system.
5: You couldn't do it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. What do you think is worse? Is Sharknado performance or that?
7: Well, Sharknado is all bad.
5: Right. You go, so he fit in on that.
7: Yes.
6: fierce wind. All right, all right, turn
5: scared. that off. I am going to have a nervous <laughs> breakdown. All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back and do the news for you right after these. <laughs> la 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 oh, la my. la uh, uh. th- la. <laughs> ha. Shut up. I actually like that song. Just wasn't in the mood. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Sometimes it can be annoying. I had a story I wanted to share with you. Maybe it's appropriate for the news. Yeah, maybe it is. Here, hey, give Robin her song so we can officially get into news.
8: Music. I'm Ophelia. Yes. Double G's Ophelia. I'm, Ophelia. I'm a G.
12: Ophelia. Oh. Every day. Look
1: volcanic.
7: They do that sometimes.
1: And let's not forget your sweet buns. You can't do it.
7: You're a sight to be seen.
2: I know. Miss Ophelia, my queen. You want the queen? You will always
8: be my number one. <laughs> Robbie It's the most powerful positions on earth. Let's hear what?
7: Right, Robin. Thank you. We'll dream of your Why would you want to have a wet dream? The These are the things that perverts so bird find
0: titillating. Dream
7: of your
0: I'm not taking off my shirt.
3: Yeah.
5: Go. Wow. Isn't that beautiful?
7: Amazing.
5: That was sent in by uh <laughs> the labia king. The labia king.
7: The labia king? Not like yeah. the lion king? No, the labia king.
5: <laughs> oh no, we sent in by uh <laughs> how do you say that? What? What's the song, Hamaka Oh, oh never mind.
2: Hakuna Matata.
5: Yeah, this was, I was in by Hakuna Matita. Matita. Uh,
2: stop
5: it. Yeah, <laughs> Hakuna Matita. Now I have this story that I think is so great, but it just—it's just such a disaster that Radio Hall of Fame. This is from Robert Feeder's com- column. Uh huh. He's a uh, guy who has a—he uh, he has a radio column out of Chicago. Which is kind of nice to see because they don't have a radio in the newspaper. They used to have a radio guy, like a guy who just covered radio. And yes, yeah. that like newspapers are doing so horribly now that they eliminated the radio column. Like the first thing to go when a, a, a newspaper gets into trouble is the radio column, <laughs> which shows you how low radio is and how
7: right they would never they would never eliminate television columns,
5: right. Like, remember when we were working in Washington and Dennis John Lewis used to cover us? He was I don't know what happened to him, but he was the radio columnist. And and he even made friends with us and covered everything we did. And then we came to New York. And Dennis John Lewis loved our whole show. And then we came to New York, and I just assumed the radio columnist would love our show. (laughs) give him
7: something to write about.
5: But Kay Gardella sometimes wrote about radio, and she hated us. She'd even review our stuff if she'd ever heard it. She even admitted. Yeah. And then, and then the guy too didn't like us. I forget his name. The guy who wrote for the Daily News, who I thought, boy, he's a younger guy. He'll be hip to us and what we're trying to do. And he hated me too. What was, what was his name again? Remember the Daily News guy? I a, can't remember. Not his being coolie. Who?
9: Oh, uh, I know you're talking about not David being coolie. Yeah, he
5: didn't like me, did he? Oh, it's a different guy. I and the guy in Newsday hated me, too. In fact, all radio columnists hated me, <laughs> except for Dennis John Lewis. Bianca Cooley hated me. There was a guy at the New York Post who hated me. I don't know what happened to him. He got fired. But he used to hammer me that I was a piece of shit and I suck. Who was that guy, remember? Do you remember the New York Post? Anyone remember laughter? I don't. No. No, not not Richard Johnson. He was a gossip columnist. Oh, well. There was just a stream of guys who hated me. But Robert Feeder, uh, he appears to still be writing about radio, which is very nice.
7: Yeah, they're sticking with that.
5: And he was always pretty nice to me, seemed to get it in Chicago when we syndicated there. But uh, he wrote this article that's so great. Horrible mistake prompts John Tesh to return Radio Hall of Fame Award. What? So the last, you know, there's a Radio Hall of Fame, and I goof on it all the time, and I'm in it. Robin's in it, too, but I'm not particularly proud of being in it. I've not really embraced it.
7: I have to say, you know, because nobody knows what it is, but they think of other Halls of Fame. People are impressed when they hear that.
5: Yeah, I've actually been introduced in several places as Radio Hall of Famer, Howard Stern. So maybe we should embrace it. (laughs) But anyway, I guess this year they had the Radio Hall of Fame. And it was a little bit kind of happening because they gave a Radio Hall of Fame award to Ryan Seacrest, who somehow shanghaied Jimmy Fallon into giving him the award. Right. And even uh, Kelly Ripa showed up. So it was kind of like, almost like a real award Something show.
7: Something was happening. Yeah,
5: it was it was almost like a real award show. Like, uh, yeah, Jimmy Fallon presenting an award. And Kelly Ripa sitting there, excited about it. And Ryan Seacrest, who's on TV too. But evidently this year, uh, John Tesh, Who is married to an actress, Connie Connie Selica. Selica. Mm -hmm. So John Tesh gets the award. And um, to introduce him, he has Connie Selica, his wife, come out. And evidently, I guess they said you only have five minutes to present the induction of John Tesh. Right. And she somehow went over the five minutes. Now, mind you, this thing isn't televised. There's no reason, but they cut no, her short. No, there's no
7: commercials, and they're not trying to meet the news or anything like that.
5: If somehow they hustled her off stage. I don't know if they play her off. I don't even think they have an orchestra to play anybody off. <laughs> Let me see. I'll read this here. They
7: just started humming.
5: <laughs> Early, the people in the audience went, hmm. Earlier this month, syndicated radio host John Tesh was among nine broadcasters inducted into the 2019 class of Radio Hall of Fame. A few days later, he packed his award and mailed it back.
7: <laughs> he mailed it back.
5: He mailed it back. What ticked off Tesh? Sources at the Museum of Broadcast Communications in Chicago, which administers the Radio Hall of Fame, said Tesh objected to the way his wife and business partner, actress Connie Selica, was treated as a presenter at the induction ceremonies. <laughs> not that great? That's Tesh Tesh chose Selica to introduce him at the gala, November eighth, at Gotham Hall in New York City. When her remarks exceeded the three-minute limit that presenters were given, a producer cued music to play her off. (laughs) I wish I had this. When they didn't work, they cut Selica's microphone and turned out the lights in the ballroom. Wow. That is fucked up. I mean, (laughs) you finally have someone like Connie Selica who at least has some showbiz gravitas. Although it's been a while, I'm sure. But I'll tell you. That is fucked up. Good for John Tesh sending Look, back the How are award. you
7: supposed to sum up John Tesh in what? Three minutes?
5: Yeah, you, you can't sum up a career <laughs> like John Tesh's in three minutes. You got to allow at least 10. Yeah. Yeah. How do you take a stellar career like John Tesh and somehow. What would you.
7: What do, what do you cut out?
5: We got to get that speech. <laughs> What could she say for three minutes about him? What has he fucking done? I didn't even know he was on the radio. (sighs) It's not clear why the producer felt it necessary to cut off Celica before she finished, seeing as how no one famous is there and seeing as how no TV cameras are there. (laughs) What a fascinating story. They cut her off. It's not clear why the producers felt it necessary to cut off Selica before she finished, since the event was not being broadcast and could have ended at any time. Right. Yeah, she could have talked for an hour.
7: Yeah, and how long did Jimmy Fallon talk? Did they cut him off?
5: I'm sure he got in and out quick. <laughs> Among hundreds who witnessed the embarrassing moment were Tesh and Selica's family. They brought the whole family. Oh, man. <laughs> Never get involved with anything with the, the word radio in it. <laughs> They brought the whole family to see the big event.
7: They were excited.
5: As John Tesh took to the stage to get his Radio Hall of Fame award. Wow. He should have called me. I would have advised him to stay the fuck away. (laughs) Not waste a (laughs) night. Yeah, we
7: kept our awards because we didn't go.
5: I love this sentence, though. (laughs) Among the hundreds who witnessed the embarrassing moment were Tesh and Selica's family, who'd flown in from Los Angeles for the occasion. Wow. Along with a bevy of celebrities, including Jimmy Fallon, Ryan Seacrest, Christian Slater. What? And Dr. Ruth Westheimer.
7: Oh, my God. No wonder.
5: It kind of looked like an award show. Yeah. Tesh accepted the award graciously, expressing gratitude for his family and for the honor of being inducted, according to those who were there. Wow.
7: But once he got in that car to go home... Connie probably ran oh him my a God. riot at.
5: Can you believe they cut me off? And he's probably like, oh, you know, like probably when he went up and accepted, he probably didn't even realize they cut her off because she's right. a fucking bore. <laughs> I mean, even he was probably like, what are you talking about? He also shared that he had been diagnosed with cancer in 2015 and credited his faith in divine healing for being cancer free. Is he like praying for uh, a cure? uh i know he's very religious he didn't take any medication he prayed his health uh, back.
7: i don't know that that is the case
5: that's some dumb shit hey good for him if he's cancer free from prayer i pray to my doctor
7: well god's listening to john Tesh. Mm-hmm. that's what he's up to
5: that dude's got a pipeline well he wrote a lot of <laughs> religious music i mean god does own something <laughs> Once he and Selica were back home in L.A., however, Tesh apparently had second thoughts. Yeah, Connie got a hold of him. Right. Let's. Oh, she must have made him miserable. I can't believe he went up there and accepted after they cut me off. Oh, darling. Oh, darling. I'm I so... don't
7: even want to see that. You're not putting that in the house,
5: right? <laughs> I mean, honestly, I mean, the the truth is, people barely care about John Tesh's speech, let alone his wife. You can't to think about it, but
7: his wife's speech
5: is about him. Yeah. She spoke about John Tesh for over three minutes. Hi, everyone. I'm Connie's, TV's Connie Selica. My husband, John Tesh, began his TV career at WSM-TV in Nashville. Uh, hello, is this working? <laughs> is anyone up? And then the music started playing.
3: Mm-hmm.
7: <laughs>
5: and the lights went out, evidently. It must have been maybe it was
7: all divine. I don't know. Yeah, (laughs) maybe they weren't doing anything. So
5: Connie and um, John Tesh got back to, according to Robert Feeder's column, Connie and uh, John went back to L.A. He had second thoughts after Connie yelled about everything (laughs) and sent back the crystal statuette. Where is mine? I never got a statuette. You didn't. I have one. I don't have it. No one gave it to me.
9: Are you sure it's not in your? You know, storage yeah. area.
5: I know I'm sure. I would have like I like as a goof, I would have like put that on my shelf, you know. And like shown it to some dummies to impress them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like like, you know, like if if somebody came on and go, Oh, there's my Oh oh that thing? That's um, I'm I'm in the Radio Hall of Fame. You know, I'm talking about like if it was somebody if I wanted to steal their money. <laughs> Once he and Selica okay, so she read him the Riot Act, right? Right. Uh Tesh apparently had second thoughts. Sent back the crystal statue with a note to the Oh my god. The content of his note has not been disclosed. How about fuck you? <laughs> Connie probably stopped spreading her legs once, you know. She goes, if you keep that damn award.
7: Well, here. yeah, she didn't want to see it even.
5: Quote What happened the night of of the Radio Hall of Fame to Connie Selica was a horrible mistake, and I cannot apologize more. Susie Schultz Executive director of the museum said Sunday, "That poor woman.
7: What was the mistake?
5: That they cut her off.
7: No, it, I mean they cut her off. What was the mistake? <laughs> cutting her off.
5: Funny, I don't see a mistake. <laughs> oh, we got to get that speech. They must. Someone must have recorded it, right?
7: Oh, ma- surely they did.
5: We should put the whole horrible broadcast on one of these channels. We've got nine million channels. I'll listen to it."
7: Somebody might be interested.
5: John should have, John Tess should have been like, Connie, you know, what was so, what was, so, what, what were you going to say that was so important, by the way? What did we miss out on?
7: Yeah, we... we'll let you give the whole speech here.
5: Yeah. Hey, Connie Selica, if anyone knows her, tell her she can come in and give the whole speech. If she and then doesn't...
7: John can take his speech, I mean, his trophy back.
5: Right. Uh, quote, this is from Susie Schultz, the executive director of the museum. Quote, hers is a strong and important voice that should not be silenced. (laughs) She is a woman with a successful multifaceted career and a keen business sense who has navigated the worlds of acting, modeling, television, producing and digital broadcasting. Whoa, who knew she was such a force? She is also a role model on how to juggle and weave together work, faith and family. And she's hot. I mean, I don't know if she's still hot, but... How hard is it to juggle faith? Oh, have you ever heard the bullshit they fucking give you? (laughs) You tried juggling that. How hard is it to juggle, period? Howard. Yeah.
9: I tracked down the name of the radio guy that wrote the column that couldn't stand you. Uh, George Maxian.
5: Yeah, yeah, he hated me. And and there's another guy. There's another one. I don't recognize that name. There was a guy who... um, who ended up being a program director at WABC, he hated me. There was a ton of guys. How
9: did Marvin Kittman feel about you?
5: Marvin liked me, but he was a TV uh, guy. He was a legitimate guy. Radio guys were... Usually radio reviewers were guys who kind of didn't have too much going on. But it would have been nice if one of them would have been nice to me. Robert Feeder was nice to me. Anyway, evidently Connie has navigated everything but being a navy seal (laughs) (laughs) that's how important she is to the business
7: who could silence her
5: both how dare dare they both john and connie have contributed so much to the broadcast world
7: how dare you
5: it was a joy to have them in new york at the celebration right where they belong a power couple among the luminaries of the industry
7: that doesn't mean that john is taking back that award
5: We've been in contact. Wait a second, Robin. Maybe you're speaking okay. too fast here. All right. And John and Connie have both said the award means so much to John. So we were happy that they graciously loaned us John's statue to display here at the museum in the Radio Hall of Fame.
7: Is that what they're claiming?
5: Yeah. I, fucking radio. What a spin. <laughs> he sent it back and they're claiming he sent it back so they could put He's it on. He's
7: allowing us to display it.
5: Right. Other broadcasters in the 31-year history of the Radio Hall of Fame, and we're, we're mentioned, Howard Stern, Robin Quivers, Steve Harvey, Steve Dahl, are believed to be the first time, or, or, but this is believed to be the first time an inductee who accepted the award later returned it. <laughs> I actually didn't accept it. I think that's why I didn't get it. I told him, I reject your award. <laughs> wow, that's some apology. They're apologizing like they murdered the, their family. I'm telling yeah. you. We're very sorry. This power couple, who knew Connie Selica was so important? Yeah. Yeah.
7: Well, that's why uh, she was upset.
5: She's I, very important. I beat off to her many times. I was shocked when she married John Tesh. Actually.
7: It shocked us all, yeah.
5: yes. I remember being somewhat shocked. Yeah. So there you go. That's a pretty good story, right? <laughs> You're glad I uh, I read that I one. am, yeah. because
7: <laughs> I got a big kick out of it. <laughs> Just imagining the
6: whole thing.
5: You know what I'm really into? I go on the internet, and I'm obsessed with watching. There's this one guy who busts people who are um, fake, you know, phony valor. They claim they're Navy SEALs, and they're not.
7: Oh, okay.
5: I love that shit. There's this one guy. He's an ex-Navy SEAL.
7: And he's made it his mission?
5: Yeah, and he just either goes up to them or calls them on the phone. And these people are so bad at pretending to be a Navy SEAL. He busts them every time. But a lot of guys want people to think that they're Navy SEALs. This one episode—it's like
7: nobody's in the regular military anymore. Right. Everybody's a SEAL.
5: Yeah, and and three—the three guys he contacted were used car salesmen who <laughs> were all pretending to be Navy SEALs. It was great. I recommend it highly.
7: That was another thing you watched. Yeah. While you were away.
5: Yeah. Well, some days I would just sit and stare at my computer. I think I was going <laughs> through. Didn't depression. do a lot
7: of painting.
5: Not a lot, no, I just stared at the computer and looked for things, I looked up things like I would watch Johnny Carson being interviewed on the David Letterman show, stuff like that, random stuff.
7: Well, I can't believe you missed your girl Olymp- Olivia Jade's return. Oh, I didn't miss a thing. To the How YouTube dare you. channel.
5: I didn't miss it. I watched it.
7: Okay, I just thought you hadn't mentioned her. That wow. was big news. One seven is Olivia saying she can't legally talk about anything. One seven.
5: Yeah, I uh no, I was right there for it. I told you I'm a big Olivia Jade fan.
7: Well, that's why I couldn't believe it wasn't the first thing you said this morning.
5: And I, and I like that she tries on different outfits. I mean, she didn't do it. This one was kind of boring because she can't talk. Well,
7: she's just back. She hasn't spoken in such a long time.
5: Although, in the time she's been gone, she got hotter. Is that right? She's looking yet less like a kid and more like a woman. So it's a little less creepy me watching her, right? Hi,
4: everybody. It's Olivia Jade. Hey, Olivia. Welcome back to my YouTube channel. Obviously, I've been gone for a really long time. She's
5: got an annoying voice all of a sudden, too.
7: Her voice was better?
5: I think it was. She's got that, like, um, I don't know what's happening there.
4: And as much as I wish I could talk about all of this, it's really hard for me to say this just because I know that it's something that needs to be addressed. It's just unfortunately, which is also why I didn't know exactly when I should come back to YouTube. um, But the reason for that is just because I'm legally not allowed to speak on anything going on right now.
5: Legally, she's tied up with legal issues.
7: Yeah, she could tell us how she's feeling.
5: Yeah, It was kind of a bad broadcast, honestly. Yeah,
7: we don't want her breaking down the case for us.
5: I originally got into um, Olivia Jade because I thought, and believe me, it wasn't even pervy or anything. I wasn't looking at her sexually, but She's just really interesting. She would teach people how to put on makeup
7: and how to decorate their dorm, dorm rooms room and stuff like that. And
5: then she would also try on outfits. And I like right because
7: she'd go shopping right. You know, at the every season.
5: And she would teach girls like how to dress for school and like how to take a scarf and put it on, or wrap it around your waist, or make it into a dress. Yeah,
7: make it like different outfit. Yeah. She also misses doing her YouTube videos. One eight. Wow.
4: A part of me is like, should I come back to YouTube right now? Because it's been so long and I actually really, really miss it. Like, I genuinely miss filming. I feel like a huge part of me is just not the same because this is something that I'm really passionate about.
5: Do you think I'm her oldest fan? I think so. Yeah, that's creepy. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm pretty sure I'm her oldest fan.
7: (laughs) And I think she should actually reach out to you i think you should be acknowledged
5: i'd have her on the show in a minute jd you watch olivia jade right
2: yeah you you sort of got me hooked up when you got into her so uh i've been obs- a little obsessed too <laughs> now how are you did you
5: miss her <laughs> i did i did i heard you made your wife mute the football game To see the Olivia Jade announcement, how did you get alerted that she was like back on?
2: Well, I follow Olivia Jade on both uh, Twitter and Instagram now. And as soon as I saw the video come up, like the new tweet, I was like, holy shit, uh, mute mute everything. I got to watch (laughs) the video. Turn down that TV. (laughs)
5: It's (laughs) like the moon landing.
2: (laughs) Exactly.
7: And, uh, you know, she does have two million followers. Yeah, and me. Well, you're in that two million.
5: I'm not a follower though. I, I don't follow, like that would be creepy. I'm, I'm not on her Instagram. Well,
7: look, it doesn't mean that you would go to an event. It means that you follow her. You we, look yeah, at I mean, her videos.
5: Maybe I should follow her. What do I got to do? Just follow her?
7: You mean you don't follow her? How do you find her?
5: I'm on, <laughs> I'm on her YouTube channel, Robin. <laughs>
7: <laughs> you're too funny. The other thing I noticed. You know, I get these alerts about things that are happening at venues in New York. And Oprah is on tour. Yeah. And you did not tell me that.
5: I know that because I follow her. you're
7: obsessed with.
5: I know. I do follow Oprah and she's on tour. And for the life of me, I cannot figure out what the fuck (laughs) she's on tour with and what she does. I really want to go she's gonna be at the berkeley
8: center
7: i know i noticed and what she does is you know why does she go back on tv i don't understand why she doesn't because what she is going to do is interview people for you on stage
5: yeah it sounds horribly boring (laughs) you know i think what you're getting to do is watch her do her tv show live
7: yes without cameras right But, you know, she'll probably be recording it for Super Soul Sunday or something. But she's doing it on tour, and you have to pay and buy a ticket in order to see her do this.
5: I know she's real excited about it because I watch her, and she's excited about everything. Could she really
7: um, be excited? That's like Richard having everything be his favorite, isn't it? uh, Yeah, uh,
5: everything's uh, her favorite. (laughs) I mean, and 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 for being the president of Weight Watchers, she's way too into food. She's <laughs> got to lose a few. Hey, did you see Kid Rock got in trouble? No, he goofed on Oprah. He was on stage, and he said there's, some people are saying it was racist or something. I didn't read anything racist, but he evidently was rude to Oprah, and they pulled him off the stage.
7: Where was he?
5: Uh, like a like at a a festival or something, and. I really didn't understand it, but it turns out that he's now responded by saying the reason he doesn't like Oprah is because he was going to do her show and they made him make a statement about how much he loved Oprah. They wanted to, the producers wanted to know why Kid Rock loved Oprah. And he was probably like, I, I don't. So he claims he's pissed off about that. And some people said... And that's all he said? Yeah, but I don't know what he said on stage. Anybody know what... Yeah, uh, I'm getting it now. Yeah, read the statement. I'm not sure what, what was racist about it.
9: He said, fuck Oprah. Right. Um, he doesn't like her. Hold on, i got to find a better, a better thing.
5: Yeah, I know, I told you, it wasn't clear. He just doesn't <laughs> like Oprah. I guess people are in shock that someone oh, doesn't you, like Oprah.
9: You can't not like okay, Oprah? Okay, here you go. Fuck Oprah Winfrey and fuck Kathy Lee Gifford. I'm like, Oprah Winfrey or, Jay Bo- or Joy Behar, they can suck dick sideways. Um,
5: That's not racist.
9: He goes, I'm pretty sure, oh, and the other people said they thought he was a racist. It's not racist. No. He just said he didn't like them. He so basically why is that said, fuck racist?
7: Oprah. If it's Kathy Lee, Joy Behar, and Oprah, where's the racism?
5: Well, first got to figure out what they all are if you're going <laughs> to declare What racism. group
7: are they? Yeah, yeah what are they?
5: <laughs> They're all rich. I know that.
9: Oh. Howard, the racist part, if I'm looking at this closer, he kept yelling, fuck Oprah Winfrey, fuck Kathy Lee, fuck Joy Behar, and he kept repeating them over and over again that he thought he might be accused of being racist based on what he said. So he's the one who started the rumor. Oh, oh
5: okay. Okay. It's weird. But he was
9: pulled on stage?
5: Yeah. Somebody he pulled said, him off. I'm
9: not the bad guy in this equation. <laughs> I'm the fucking guy you want.
5: I don't know. The whole thing's convoluted. Yeah. Like it, it who
7: was... pulled him off stage? I don't know. Anyway, Kanye West, yeah. when he was at that church, that mega church, I yeah. love it, like, mega church. Right. Jerry, mega church. With uh, Joel Olstein. Yes. He told him. That he was the most or the greatest artist ever. Here is Kanye West putting himself in context. One, one.
2: Now, I told you about
7: my,
0: my arrogance and cockiness already. Now, the greatest artist that God has ever exist, uh, created is now working for him.
5: <laughs> wow.
7: So he's the greatest artist that has ever
5: existed that's a that's a good move i've tried that by the way it doesn't work
7: (laughs) well you know people usually talk you know the rolling stones said they were the greatest rock and roll right and you said you were the king of all media he's just saying forget all of that Mm. i'm the greatest artist that ever existed
5: yeah let's see if it takes hold
7: yeah let's see if people start saying
5: that i'll back to you
7: Now, we've heard people before saying that there is an attack on Christmas.
5: Yeah, there's no attack on Christmas. Guess what? (laughs) This country is Christian. The majority of people in this country by far are Christian.
7: I think the the attack is saying happy holidays and not Merry
5: Christmas. Yeah, like maybe some people like saying happy holidays. There's no attack. On Christmas, there is so much Christmas going on. Just look on Ronnie's lawn and then tell me if there's a... Go on his Instagram. They they just put up their lawn ornaments. It's insane.
7: And it's on Instagram? Yeah. Amazing. Well, Amazon ought to um, be a little bit more careful. They're being called into question. They're under fire for selling... Christmas ornaments decorated with photos of uh, Auschwitz.
5: Yeah, I I gave those to Fred for the holidays. (laughs)
7: Very nice. Thank
5: you. Yeah, he loves it. Reminds him of the old country, Latvia. How
7: did that get by?
5: You can't have that?
7: Well, I don't understand what Auschwitz has to do with, you (laughs) know, a Christmas ornament. You want that hanging on your tree?
5: You do if you, I guess, if you're in the Nazi. If you're a Nazi, but
7: I don't think Amazon should be selling it.
5: In fact, uh, Fred's so cute. He's got a a Jewish skull, an actual Jewish skull (laughs) on the top of the tree. Really? Yeah. Bejeweled. It's authentic. It's bedazzled. It's it's really (laughs) unbelievable.
7: (laughs) But yeah, so Amazon and a little bit of trouble. But now. I, I spent a lot of time talking to people over the holiday about, you know, the impeachment and all of that stuff and, and what's going on with the president and
5: not me. I just keep quiet. I just
7: had (laughs) everything. And a lot of people were trying to convince me that Trump is mentally ill. Oh, that's comforting. I I kept saying, look, I don't know if he's mentally ill. In fact, I don't think he's mentally ill, but he does say, some wacky things and you just gotta be ready for wackiness when you're listening to the president. He was Today. at a rally recently and he declared that not only is Christmas under attack and they've stopped that, but now Thanksgiving is under attack. One, two.
0: As we gather together for Thanksgiving, you know, some people want to change the name Thanksgiving. They don't want to use the term Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving.
5: I saw a great uh, piece on this. I don't know. I want to credit the person who did it. It was one of the comedy shows. And they showed that it started on Fox News. One of the guys on Fox News said, they're trying to stop Thanksgiving. (laughs) Then Trump must have seen it. He went to the rally that night, started screaming about how they're trying to stop Thanksgiving. Right. And then on Fox and Friends the next morning, they were puzzled. and go, we don't know where the president got this, that they're...
7: They don't watch the rest of Fox. Yeah, right. They didn't realize
5: that he got it off of Fox, because you know the whole thing with Trump and Fox is that they they're constantly under attack. So they need they need an enemy. And
0: that was true also with Christmas, but now everybody's using Christmas again. Remember, I said that.
5: He solved that problem. And
0: listen to them;
7: they're acting like something really happened.
5: Right.
0: But now we're going to have to do a little work on Thanksgiving. People have different ideas why it shouldn't be called Thanksgiving. But everybody in this room I know loves the name Thanksgiving.
7: And Thank we're God for Donald
5: think it. Thank God for Donald. I'm afraid they're going to take away Thanksgiving. But he's out there <laughs> making sure he's patrolling and making sure that they don't take it away.
7: Thank oh my God. God. He's no. protected Christmas and Thanksgiving.
5: Liberals want to ban mashed potatoes, I believe.
7: <laughs> I'm
2: an emotional eater.
5: What about Brian? He's on from Delaware. What's up?
2: Hey, Howard, wanted to talk to you about... um, You've been watching SEAL Team anymore? Did you get your TV straightened out?
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watch it every week.
2: Yeah, it's a great show. What do you think
10: of it, man? I think it's a great show. It's
5: a great show. I watch SEAL Team. I watch FBI. You'd almost think I was in law enforcement and the military. Well, I
7: watch a lot of um, crime shows. Yeah. But I don't watch...
5: Those SEAL Team's the best. It's with I. A,
7: I am yeah, really I, 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 off American television for some reason. Or other.
5: Well, listen, you're special. You're not off American television. Stop
7: it. I haven't been watching the networks is what i'm saying
5: Yeah, you're watching uh, netflix and i'm and,
7: watching netflix yeah, that's and American. amazon and a bunch of other things but i don't watch america the
5: america makes the greatest entertainment no one can Not take that on
7: tv regular yeah. tv
5: anymore oh, stop it get over here Howard. I'm going to send you to that school where you get rubbed for 15 minutes. It, yeah. it
9: was so great. As soon as Robin said that, without any pre- prompting of any kind, the whole office in unison just went,
5: <laughs> <laughs> But I am watching David Boreanaz in SEAL Team and uh, or whatever it's called.
7: No, what is his it's called?
5: It's called SEAL something. SEAL Team. SEAL, Seal team, team, yeah. All right. I love it. Thank you. He does a really good job
7: why i don't like commercials i don't like any of the way regular television rolls out. but i, I actually i, love you, I have way. to say fx does a great job but that's go. not the network so meanwhile maybe the president has a uh, a point colin kaepernick spoke at something called an unThanksgiving celebration on Thursday.
5: one ten. All Alright, here we go. Maybe there's something going on.
6: It's been 50 years since the occupation and that struggle has continued for that 50 years. Before that 50 years, it will continue from this point. It's our responsibility to honor our ancestors and honor our elders by carrying on that struggle. Don't let their sacrifices be in vain. That's why it's important for all of us to be here today. To show that we're together, that we're unified, that we have that. South What's this called?
5: On
7: oh, un- un- Thanksgiving, I don't know what he's talking about.
5: I don't know where this on Thanksgiving is, but they need a new microphone over there. <laughs> Pronto.
7: <laughs> they weren't set up for no. broadcast, but yeah, he was saying for 50 years the occupation has. I, I don't. You know, it's all uh, a mystery to me. Everybody's angry.
5: About everybody's angry.
7: Yeah. Somebody ought to find out what happened.
5: Robin, back to you. A man
7: in Maine, Howard, was, I guess, entering his home to uh, celebrate Thanksgiving. Right. When he was shot and killed
5: by his own booby trap. Booby. Robin, don't you go near anything that traps boobies.
7: (laughs) He had set up a number of booby traps around the house. I guess he forgot. This one. Wow. And he walked into his own booby trap.
5: <laughs> booby trap.
7: <laughs> so uh, it was designed to fire a handgun at anyone upon uh, entering the front door of his residence. And when he entered the front door of his residence, oh it my went God. off. He didn't they remember? They don't know why he had the booby trap set up.
5: And you know he... He had nothing to protect. (laughs) You know what I mean?
7: And he had several booby traps around the house. It was a booby (laughs) trap. Now, this weather Uh. is going to cause us problems today. There's a huge storm moving across the Northeast. It's already been blamed for seven deaths.
5: Did it start already here in New York?
7: They said it's probably going to start in the afternoon oh. if we get anything. Oh.
5: You know,
7: the morning rush was spared, but God. we may have some problems oh. later on today. I don't
5: care about cold. It's the ice and the snow that bugged me.
7: So uh, canceled flights are already happening. Got to check with your airline and uh, drive carefully and safely.
5: By the way, I'm looking at some of this fan feedback, Robin. Mm-hmm. Last week, we uh, replayed uh, best of and fan favorite segments on Howard 100 and 101. And people uh, generally like what we, we presented. Oh, good. Listen to this. Thank you for replaying the David Spade interview. He's always great and hysterical. I agree. I loved hearing about Ronnie and Stephanie over the top Christmas decorations. Yeah. <laughs> now wa- you
7: can see them.
5: I could watch the video of them actually doing it all day and all night on the app. Yeah, the app is fun. Uh, I love hearing the replay of Maria Menounios getting engaged on the show on my way to work this morning. Some of the best radio of all time. And uh, finally, I just heard James Taylor's appearance replayed. He is amazing. What a voice. Each song is better than the one before. Yeah,
7: I mean, he had some great stories, too.
5: Yeah. Some people love high-energy John Hine, too, they wrote us. And some Hit him with
7: the Hine!
5: People don't want to hear high-energy John Hine. They like the regular John Hine. Everyone loves that guy, Eugene from Kentucky. Eugene was awesome. I was happy to hear Eugene from Kentucky. He's very insightful. It gave me some hope knowing that there's some sound-minded folks in these ultra-conservative areas of the country. Thanks for having Eugene from Kentucky on again today. That man is the anti-whackpacker in every way possible. He's smart, successful, and hardworking. Hearing more of Eugene is what this country needs right now. And one listener who never contacted the show felt inspired to write in after hearing Eugene. I've listened to your show forever. I've never called or emailed. I beg of you, please, have Eugene from Kentucky on more frequently. He should be on at least once a week, Robin. I agree. Yeah. There you go. Share that with you. Anything else in the news?
7: Yeah, the argument as to who actually tampered with the 2016 election continues. We know, Russia. Senator John Kennedy was sticking to his comments yesterday that Ukraine interfered in the election. And the host of Meet the Press took offense and scolded him. Yeah, One nineteen, Chuck,
5: Chuck Todd, I like that guy.
0: Yeah. The fact that Russia was so aggressive does not
2: exclude the fact that President Poroshenko... Yeah. Uh, actively worked for Secretary Clinton. Now, if I'm wrong, and if actively all these worked journalists for Secretary- are wrong... I mean, my goodness, wait a minute, Senator Kennedy, you now have the president of Ukraine saying he actively
5: worked for the Democratic nominee for president. I mean, now, come on. I mean, I got to put up, you realize the only other person selling this argument outside the United States is this man, Vladimir Putin. This is what he said on November 20th. Thank God nobody is accusing us anymore of interfering in U.S. elections. Now they're accusing Ukraine. Well, let them sort this out among themselves. You just accused a former
2: president of Ukraine. You've done exactly what the Russian operation is trying to get American politicians to do. Are you at all concerned that you've been duped? No, because you just read the articles. (laughs) Do you believe The Economist magazine is a reputable journal? It's been around, I think, since 1843.
5: You know what drives me crazy about all this? It's such an insult.
2: To our intelligence to, community, yeah. Yes.
5: You know, the intelligence community, talking about CIA, FBI, uh, military. They they're saying now listen, if you if you don't trust them, then we, we then we don't have a country. We're doomed. They're saying the Russians interfered in our election. They're not saying anything about Ukrainians. They're not saying anything about China. they're not saying anything about they're saying it, the russians they have a direct connection between russia and what they did in the election and now you have united states senators making shit up even what do you you don't think american intelligence is any good or, or, or what we're in some sort well, of they're weird part of world the deep state yeah the deep state can you imagine the fbi and the cia are part of, if they're part of the deep state then we're done
7: <laughs> but you know what the deep state Seems to mean.
5: What does it
6: mean?
7: Career government right. workers. Like the people who work for the CIA and the FBI and the State Department who are career diplomats. That's all called deep state.
5: Well, I'll tell you, I watched those hearings and I saw some of those deep state diplomats uh, talking. They were some of the most intelligent, thoughtful, patriotic people I've ever seen, including... Uh, that, uh, that military guy, um, Vindman, Vindman. I mean, but they were lovely. I mean, I was like, wow, they're, they're really into this country and, and, and devoting their lives to this country. I don't know what's going on. It's very upsetting to me.
7: Meanwhile, what do you think of the new polls that show people, the support of people for the impeachment of the president is declining after that week of hearing?
5: I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, what what is it they don't get?
7: Well, here's New York Representative Hakeem Jeffries, who says dis- he's dismissing a showing of decline of support for the impeachment inquiry against President
9: Trump. 111. Well, the most recent poll that I saw actually had. 50% of the American people supporting the impeachment inquiry. More significantly, I think 70% of the American people indicated that the president did something wrong.
5: Well, it seems to me that the country is so divided and that, uh, you it know. It doesn't
7: matter if somebody did something wrong.
5: That's what I think's going as on. As long
7: as I agree with his politics.
5: Right. That's what I think is going on. But, uh, you know, by the way, none of these polls mean anything. If Congress feels the president did something wrong, they should vote to impeach and then turn it over to the Senate. You That's don't it.
7: think that they're going to be swayed by public opinion?
5: Well, they probably will, but uh, you know, they got to just do their job, whatever that whatever they think is right, do what's right for the country. Well, I wish
7: that went on, Howard. That's
5: Well, you know who I learned that from? Tale. Fred what? Fred taught me that. Fred taught you that? Fred taught me that.
7: And, and look at what he's running.
5: There there, you go. Nothing. A mess. (laughs) He's wearing the Ronnie puppet. (laughs) Uh-huh.
7: Meanwhile, the president was asked if he wanted to participate in this next round of hearings and or have his lawyers participate, call his own witnesses, because he was saying it was a sham and they weren't allowed to call their own witnesses or question anybody. And uh, the president has now declined. He says uh, he will not participate because it's a sham. And uh, he's off in Europe for the NATO meetings. Hmm. Meanwhile, uh John Kerry has entered the fight against climate change and he says it should be tweeted uh, treated like war.
5: That's right.
12: 116 He's right. We're in a crisis. We've got to treat this like a war. I mean, it 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 has to require decision making and organization and efforts that are just not taking place.
5: The oceans are rising, that's a fact. Ice is melting. Plastic is 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 fat. Nah, who cares? Gives a shit. Out. You know what? Let's get back to John Tesh and Connie Sully.
7: <laughs> I mean it. The initiative known as World War Zero frames the climate crisis as the war that requires a total war mobilization to combat. That's right. But, it, you know, it seems that you're you're just sort of spitting into the wind. Yes. Meanwhile, did you know that uh, Caitlyn Jenner, Yes. Is on I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here, the British TV show this season.
5: Yes, I know that.
7: And uh, a lot of people are asking about this relationship she has with Sophia Hutchins. Right. So Piers Morgan had Sophia Hutchins on the show. She's there supporting Caitlin. And he asked her, how would she characterize their relationship. One five. I'm glad. Now this is something I need to know.
6: Well, we're joined live from Los Angeles now by Sophia, who's, uh, who lives with Caitlyn Jenner. Does Vid? We don't want to over uh, sell your relationship. You're not actually a couple. or You are. How would you categorise it?
2: Is that the opening question, Pierre? It, it is. I mean, right in there, right out there. Well, Bang. the
8: viewers want to know why you're on the programme. I think
6: that's. Yeah, come on, sell yourself
8: uh no so
2: i think that i so you know i think i've described it pretty well i think at the end of the day caitlin and i are family
9: god so no hanky panky then just just good friends
2: oh
8: my god <laughs> welcome to Piers morgan i know I in the morning. So nothing just, less
2: from Piers. <laughs> we just want we just want all the gossip.
5: well what's the big deal are they a couple or not What well, that's a legit question when you live together i don't think that's so outrageous do you
7: oh my god
5: yeah i mean my goodness
7: (laughs) they danced around that for for some time and i don't think Piers ever got a straight answer
5: now she's trans and uh caitlin's trans
7: yes and she's pretty young
5: pretty good looking too
7: and uh she's 23
5: yeah she's my kind of trans Right, Robin?
7: <laughs> Whatever that means.
6: <laughs> it means I'm confused. <laughs>
7: <laughs> but, you know, she like says her. she's in Caitlin's corner 1,000%.
5: Well, maybe they're both trans and they feel good being around each other, negotiating the world together is good because...
7: Well, why can't they just say that?
5: I don't know. I don't know what the big We're deal is. We're
7: best friends and we decided to live together.
5: Some people rejoice when they're together and they go you know what we're a couple we love being together it's re-. and then other people try to hide it like they, they pretend like they're not a couple and i don't understand that part of the fun of being a couple is walking around as a couple right that's why on the bachelor they go crazy they can't wait till it's over so they can walk around the supermarket as a couple and
7: speaking of the bachelor did you see what's going on
5: oh yeah I know everything. I'm Bachelor Nation all the way. I know exactly what you're talking about.
7: I saw that this new Bachelor... Go ahead. Peter, is that his name?
5: Peter, yes.
7: He has asked Hannah B to join?
5: That's correct. What is this? It's rocking all of Bachelor Nation. (laughs) I can't wait for it to start. (laughs) I love it.
7: We don't know if Hannah decided to join, but he was the one she spent the night... Within the windmill.
5: Well, I feel bad for and him. And
7: they had sex something like four times.
5: I feel bad for the guy. Like, he should just, like, like after she dumped him, don't go back to her. I hope that she, they don't have her on there. I'm sick of her, quite frankly.
7: I know. She's being a bachelor hog, I think.
5: Right. It's enough. Go get a job now. Go go find a career. Her
7: career is the best. That's what I'm saying. At this
5: point. Become a, a door uh, a deliverer. Of What you, you deliver doors eighteen dollars <laughs> an hour. Take Micah job. in Maine. <laughs> but uh, well, yeah, well,
7: yeah. I thought, oh my God, we just, you know, we're done. She won Dancing with the Stars, I think,
5: right? Right.
7: And and you think, okay, now she can go away. Yeah, go away. And then no, he asked her to join the group that's vying for his love in the next season of The Bachelor.
5: I won't put up for it.
7: Are you writing in, calling in? Yes, I called in. What are you doing? I called. (laughs) I called ABC. And finally this morning, this is one thing I I think that the president has gotten right. Did you see that he has declared the drug cartels terrorists? That's good. I like that. Absolutely. He's right. There was just a a gunfight in Mexico that riddled a a public building with bullets right over the weekend and left twenty one people dead
5: if that ain't terrorism, I don't know what is
7: I think that that and and I don't know what it means once you've been labeled a terrorist, whether that gives you some special, uh, different or, or different powers to deal with people who are members of terrorist groups. But yeah, this has got to stop, right? They said this was right near the Texas border.
5: Mm. Wow.
7: Kind of crazy what's going on. Sure is. And that's what's happening.
5: All right, Robin. Thank you.